welcome to the With the Will podcast. We're here to talk about Digimon while hopefully entertaining and informing you a bit. We're back for another episode, and once again, I'm Mark. I run With the Will. And I am Victor from the Modern Gaffa. We are recording a bit quicker than we normally do because we ha- talk about Try Part 4 in a mostly all Try episode. Ooh, Try. The hype train uh, will never die, except I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not burnt out or tired of it, but like, I, I could go with a two-year hiatus or something. I'm not tired or burnt out of Tribe, but I could definitely use the slight news downtime we're hopefully getting. Mm-hmm. It'd be one thing if there's just a movie every six months, but it's just like nonstop, like, hey guys, did you know Tri is a thing? And it's like, yeah, we know. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for reminding us, Toei. Thanks. Yeah. And of course, there's also Appmon and everything else and random products that aren't mm-hmm. try or Appmon related which we'll go over next time yeah this time it's basically all try but first vague updates on what we've done over the last week Woo! mark what have you been up to being tired well because what happened there was the um the tokuban which means i'm staying up until 6 7 a.m which is late even for me mm-hmm. and then that's basically just screwing me up for most of the week and Victor took a trip. Wait, is that all you've done there for the past week? I just don't have much to talk about for yeah. the week. I mean, well, remember the bu- bunch of news leading up to try, and then running around like a crazy person to make sure people know how to watch it mm-hmm. and everything. And we had our biggest sight day ever on Friday. Woo! Uh, cool. Yes, I went to Boston. It was great. I have a Boston. Boston. I have a travel log going up on the website at some point this week. Um, it was cool. I had a list of some geeky places to go to. I discovered some newer places, just walking the street that I didn't find online. Uh, we had some great food. The flights were painless almost. I feel like the airlines are starting to tell you, oh, it'll be an hour and a half when really it'll be 45 minutes. So it like feels nicer or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it was all nice. Uh, I went to some comic shops mainly. I was trying to get to some gaming shops, but they were kind of out of the way. Because I was just kind of dropped in the middle yeah. of the area with just my two feet. You're going to love the comics I picked up. Uh, so number one is two things I'm not really a huge fan of, but together I'm kind of like, okay, I'll see where this goes. And that is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Ghostbusters. Not only do I love that comic... um, I updated my Ghostbusters comic collection last night Ooh. because um, they, they, they've sort of moved from an ongoing to doing miniseries. So I mm-hmm. picked up the because they're on sale like dirt cheap. Oh, yeah. yeah so mine I was in so, like there was a big half off booth yeah. stand at the yeah. um, shelf. IDW's Ghostbusters and IDW's Ninja Turtles are among some of the best comics being published today. So them doing crossovers is a great idea. Yeah, this is the first I've read of either, and I'm like, yeah. so, like they're definitely pieces of bigger yes. worlds, and I'm just like, where oh, is no. like the Rick Moranis character? Who like what's like what? Like it's just so in the oh I, no, what, the what designs are weird. What, what you'll like is is the follow up miniseries. Uh-huh. Was Ghostbusters meet the real Ghostbusters? Oh. Like but from that like, old, wait the real from like the from, old cartoon okay the not old cartoon. the old TV show that's technically the no. Ghostbuster okay well yeah where they um, have like Power but, Ranger colored suits sort of yeah I mean they're, they're kind of more pastel-y than that oh, yeah. but I mean they're but colored the, because yeah but the know. fun part of that miniseries because there's universe jumping mm-hmm. they show you flashes of other Ghostbuster stuff <gasps> that like sounds awesome 
like at one point you see the extreme Ghostbusters. You see the four characters from the second video game. I don't remember. I think it was called Sanctum of Slime. Mm-hmm. So basically they play with the universe jumping concept. That's a very Ninja Turtles thing to do. Yes, or even bringing up the fact that in real Ghostbusters, of course, they hang around with Slimer. Yeah, he's like their mascot. Yeah, but in everything else, they don't. Yeah, I flipped through the Ninja Turtles book, and he's just like locked up in a thing, so they're not friends. Yeah, well, the weird thing about the IDW books, mm-hmm. they actually follow up on like not just the movies, like the video games and stuff. Yeah, I've seen a lot they of treat... lore things. Yeah. And it's 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 an interesting comic to get into if you like movies. Yeah. On uh, to ch- yeah. Well, there's one more a manga that I got. Can you guess what oh. it is? It's something you've talked about before. Oh Lord, uh, Gundam. Nope. I got Jacko the Galactic Patrolman. Oh, such a good book. Such it's like my one of my favorite manga of all. Because I, I don't want to buy book one of forty six. So I was like looking for one shots. And yes. I saw this, and I'm like, oh, Mark would love me talking about this. Oh, no, Jaco's a fantastic book. So, it's oh. funny. For those it's, it... who don't know, it's basically a prequel to Dragon Ball. It takes place three days before Goku lands on Earth. Yes. Uh, is it Jaco or Jacko? How do they say it in the show? I believe I, it said Jaco. I could be wrong. I also started it's, watching it, Super it, it, Yeah, I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm like running through the name in my head, and I'm like, I think they actually say Jacko, mm-hmm. but I've always said Jaco. Either way, so. he's a space cop, and he was sent to kill Goku before the Saiyan apocalypse happens. Yes. Uh, and, you know, it's just weird. Zane. It's written in 2013, I guess, as like a uh, whatever I, I, I want to say like 2007 or 2008. Oh. Well, the publishing I, I, date I have is 13, but it yeah, feels it, older than that. It, yeah, but the interesting thing it is, is it, and of course, at, this is at the time. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't really matter. At the time, it was not 100% obvious it was a Dragon Ball prequel. Mm-hmm. Everyone was sort of looking at it going, mm, I, I think this is in the world of Dragon Ball, because yeah. they're sort of referencing stuff, and then all of a sudden, like, you see Goku's ship, and they make it really obvious at the end when other characters actually show up. See, I don't know if because I know he's in Super that I was just kind of aware of it, but even Dr. Slump is kind of sort of in its own universe when yeah. it needs to be, so I kind of was like, but whatever. But like page two, he says, oh yeah, I was sent because an alien is coming, and I'm like, okay, yes. it's Goku, right? Yeah, that that was basically when everyone started going, mm, I think I know what's yeah. going on, but especially, you know, when there hasn't been much Dragon Ball yeah. stuff at the time, everyone sort of, because Toriyama also... He is a comedy writer, right? People don't, and he doesn't, that. and he doesn't mind fucking around. Mm-hmm. So at the time, no one was quite sure: was he making a, or was he just having fun? Mm-hmm. And it definitely is fun. Like Jaco is one of my favorite characters, like in anime history already. It 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 is a very fun book to mm-hmm. read, and I really do recommend it. I read it on the plane back. It's uh, the ending was a little like because it's like. Well, it because, go, it uh, goes from being is this Dragon Ball to like okay well, here's the, here's Bulma. Well, the la- yeah, but the actual last last chapter of the book mm. isn't really Jaco. Oh yeah, no, there's a it, cha- it jumps to a one yeah. uh, vo- uh, jumps to a one chapter Dragon Ball prequel. The idea is that it's you're li- you're reading like the first chapter is uh, negative eleven Dragon Ball, then you go through negative ten all the way to negative one. And then there's a chapter zero, which is basically where you meet Goku's I mom. Don't e- I don't even remember the numbering because um, Toriyama layers on so much weird comedy in his books. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to forget stuff. Yeah, I, I want to reread it again. Cause it's one of those things where yeah. like, in each panel, something different is happening. Yeah. Uh, okay, try.
well, before try, um, before try. thank you everyone for listening and subscribe. We've actually gotten like, some good feedback. Even our good friend Lost likes the better audio quality. Woo. So, you know, thanks everyone for subscribing. Uh, we appreciate reviews on iTunes and all that stuff. And it's time to move over to try. Mm-hmm. Crunchyroll announced it and streamed it, but man, they announced it late this time. How late? I knew that they when they their announcement was it's on now, not okay, it'll be on in 11 well, well, p.m. Let's but. be clear. I was up until like. Two, three, four. Mm-hmm. The night before. Yes, and they hadn't announced it. And right. I had like I had just enough information that I could have posted, but I'm like, eh, the problem is, is there's nothing. It, this is all. It's all like pseudo circumstantial, and mm-hmm. I don't post based on that. And to get everyone back in the mindset, the first one was announced the night before, like middle of yes. the night. Second one was two, about a week or so before. I want to, yeah, three, four. I, yeah. I don't remember. We knew it was and then, coming. And then the um, third one was the like third the day one, before. Well, the third one was weird. A few months earlier, they made like oh, a vague yeah. tweet, but listing the wrong month. Yeah. Then, like two days before, they w- they did like a post about Tribe, but without saying they had it. And then the night before, they weren't posting anything about it. But uh, their social media manager basically he said something that I'm like, yes, but what does that mean? He goes, I would I would hope you would take it to mean nothing's changing this time. Yeah. And then for four, nothing. My, minus just enough that I could have posted if I wanted to, and I was sitting there literally late at night going, eh, should I, should I, should I? Because Crunchyroll hadn't posted anything. Crunchyroll Brazil had posted they had it, uh-huh. or maybe Portugal, one of those. I don't remember which. And then Miles had responded to a tweet from someone going, should we be worried that you're not – Crunchyroll isn't tweeting anything? I want to say it was Jeff uh-huh. who tweeted it actually, and Miles' response was basically, no. But it's like you know, I'm. I can't put that together into telling people that it's going to air. Uh-huh. So were you just like waiting around for it, kind of? I was, and then finally I just went to bed, and I had, uh-huh. I had a post mostly written up in Notepad with a bunch of extra notes in it that I tossed to multiple staff members who I knew would be awake on uh-huh. the off. Yeah. And that ended up going up, and I touched it up when it when yeah. I woke up. We checked into our hotel before nine and got breakfast and went shopping for a little bit. So by the time we got back, I think we were just kind of walking around town a bit. And then we, I kept checking my Twitter because you weren't posting it, and I was like, "What's going on? Like, it's like it's almost noon. Why isn't it up yet? What?" And then I, it once it popped up, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I guess it's yes, up. So let's I, let's go back I, to the hotel." I believe it popped up at roughly ten a.m. as in the exact same time it's mm-hmm. popped up each other time. Yeah, but uh, I. I sh- I'm in the weird position of I don't post rumors. I just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, I, I don't think it's fair to fan. And you know what am I going to do? Post that based on the information we have. It'll be up at 10 a.m. and I'm not going to be awake at 10 a.m. So mm. it's not like I can fix it if there's a problem. And plus, most of your news stuff is usually like objective, mostly unbiased. Just here are facts. It's not like yeah. analyzing thoughts like I used to do on my old website. So even if uh, you. Like, it'd be cool to do a rumor, like, hey, is this a possibility? But, like, it would be the, presented the, as news, and that would be weird. Yeah. Well, the other problem is, is and you've seen it, Digimon, it, our fandom often takes rumors or what-ifs as someone said this, mm-hmm. and there's proof. Yeah. Anyone like, could be like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if the Dark Ocean showed up? And then a year later, people are saying the Dark Ocean was supposed to be in this show. And it's like, no... Well, we, we, well, we still have people running around mm. talking about how Try was changed from a full series into movies. Yes, which it wasn't. No. Um, 
Also, yeah. thanks for recommending we bring an HDMI cable. We The hotel TV was massive. It was amazing. I should have brought speakers. Katrina fell asleep, but she was also exhausted from the whole ordeal because it was like right. It was like she'd been awake for twenty-seven hours at that point. Ooh, yeah. yeah, but well, I'm glad great. you got to enjoy it. Oh, so good, man! And the discussion thread on with the will about Tripart Four is blowing up, and <laughs> now we're gonna talk about it. Yes. If you haven't watched Tripart Four yet, do not listen to this episode yet because we're gonna oh. spoil the shit out of it. Yeah. So we should probably start at the beginning, I guess. Oh my god, so... The, the original cho- Chosen stuff. Uh, people have been spouting a million theories, and at this point I have no idea what, anymore. Well, because well, well, it's he, always, well, here, here, oh, this is going to be in it, this, this, and I'm like, shut up, they're not going to do well, that. Well, here's my issue with any original Chosen theories. Uh-huh. It has come up for everything at every single time. Yes. I mean, some people wondered if the Tamers would travel back in time and be the original Chosen. <laughs> The f- people were re- people st- still comment that they thought the frontier kids were the original chosen because there were five of them and the digital world was a different place and mm-hmm. blah, so forth. At one point, people were talking about that for Cross Wars. Mm-hmm. So guessing it for the handful of new characters in Try, it's not even really a guess. No, it, it, it it's almost destiny that someone is going to guess it. But even with Try, you also have people saying, "Oh, that black ball in." Jedi's back is why he's whatever. Oh, the yeah. Dark Ocean. Oh, Dagomon, Daemon. Oh, uh, Myotismon. Yeah, oh, that's not really the, a thing. But the black, but the black ball is such an easy thing to make guesses about. Yeah. Frankly, I like the way the one audio drama handled it. Oh, was there? Did something handle the black ball at some point? Yeah. Yes. Oh. And basically, it comes up, I believe, in a conversation between Koshiro and Genai. Mm-hmm. And they sort of just go, "Yeah, never really had anything to do with anything, did it?" <laughs> They mention it, and they sort of brush it aside, and that's basically it. Well, there you go, the guys. That's the official re- reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, no, the whole opening, I was just like... Because like, they didn't waste any time. They were like, no, all right, well, guys, the- you have a fan theory, here it goes. Because also, the Daigo Himikawa, that was also like part of the theory that Pete and I never thought. No, they're just random men in black, like whatever. I, I think it might... I'm still trying to decide, like, okay, they did it well. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to decide if they should have done it or if it skews a little bit too fanfic Well, let's to go honest. to exactly – first of all, this whole show is fanfic. What exactly happened? Because I'm seeing multiple people saying, oh, well, how come this happened? And I'm like, did okay. that happen? Okay. They, 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 they don't – they aren't very clear on a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. happens, to be fair. Because there's no – it's just set to this weird music. Well, well that's the other sound, thing is no audio. Uh, we have interviews with um, – Himikawa's actor, mm-hmm. and she was told at one point that they might need her to record for that as a little kid. Oh, so because you know we had all those inter- small interviews with the cast that we translated. Right. It, it sounded like she was quite worried about having to do that, and they told her no, they were just going to make it silent. Yeah, which is such a creepy way to do it. Yeah, um, so it looks like what's happened is is they're battling the dark masters, and none of them have highest levels available. Now, who is they? I only saw the two kids. Were there other no, kids we, there? We, we, yes, we do see all five. The other three are sort of in the background with their Digimon. Okay. Um, there's and I counted a... more than five Digimon, though, so what was that about? No, there was only five. Okay. Um, what it is, is the way the pannings were done kind of at times panned around to show stuff, and it made it look like mm-hmm. there was more, but but um, we had, but yeah, there was um, 
Lod- I don't even remember them all. I just remember Loder, Leo- Loder Lyoman because I was so shocked to see it. Yeah, that was another thing. I was confused because they weren't using super common well-known ones, so I was kind of like, well, wait, is that the same I, one? What, what, what? I think the idea in some cases was to try to skew away from certain ones we tend to see a lot of, mm-hmm. but to also, in some cases, make them visually similar to the holy beasts they become. Right. That was cool. There's yeah. Orochimons there. Um, some... I don't think we need to name them all. But, I know, yeah, but yeah. Ran, I feel like Kaseramon yeah, is see, one. But yeah, we see a fat kid, a li- a maybe an- another girl who's roughly the same age as Himikawa mm-hmm. in the scene, and another boy. Mm-hmm. And, oh, we saw Goggles. Oh, I need to rewatch. I didn't see any. Of that. I just saw two kids yeah. in like six to um, but yeah, what the scene but yeah, what the scene was basically was they had been curb stomped by mm-hmm. the Dark Masters. Homeostasis pulls up Himikawa as, you know, Dunda Hikari. And they I'm not hundred percent sure how they turned into the Holy Beast, to be honest. I'm not sure that was fully mm-hmm. it sort of just happens and only obviously only four became the holy beasts well but but we don't know if that would have happened to the fifth if it hadn't gotten vaporized right. so then the other one would have been himikawa's who is as a rookie form that's who bakuman is tapermon yeah. and then yeah because a lot because a lot of people's assumption was that if it had happened it would have become um Huanglo. I, I can never pronounce it right let me. I'm actually gonna find the damn pronunciation because for what for once I want to pronounce this name correctly. Huh. I never say correctly. Well, the romanization doesn't help me. <laughs> Fine, I'm just calling it Huang Longman. It's basically what? a big, big golden dragon. Oh. Because hmm. what it is is the um the four holy beasts represent the um oh yeah north, south, east, and west. There's one for the center. Uh, that's right. Which which traditionally would actually evolve from all four of them fusing together. Oh. But there was a position for a fifth one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, okay, and because this is an important plot point, do we understand why Bakuman would not come back? Why he wasn't reborn? Yeah, I'm like, is um, was there an actual explanation for that that I missed? Was he not? I mean, I thought the implication was after the Holy Beast stuff, the mission was done and they went back to Earth and she just, was just separated from him. No, that's why she needed the reboot. Right. Because it would bring back Digimon who could not be brought back. Hmm. I just like, thought she was just trapped from the digital world to begin with. No, no, it was it was it was specifically that um freezing on his name now. Uh Daigo. No, no, no. The Digimon's name I completely forgot. Oh, it. Bakuman. That Bakuman would not be reborn. Right. And that why? kind of pisses her off. Oh, that's your question. We don't know why. Yeah. Like, I guess it's just that because of all the holy stuff happening around around that area, rebirth doesn't happen the way it's supposed to. Because uh-huh. also, the um, based on what we know, they don't really – those four Digimon don't really act as chosen partners after that anymore. They've basically become gods. Right. Like, they don't de-digivolve – they don't de-evolve anymore. Mm-hmm. They become something different, so I'm just taking it as meaning that because of whatever happens there, it sort of temporarily screwed up that area. Yeah. Or do we even know if that was in the digital world to begin with? Yeah. I mean, 
because the they all, they also did... they confirmed that like vaguely confirmed idea that Digimon yes. born in the real world or Digimon that die in the real world are not reborn. I've written yeah. five thousand pages about why that's not a hundred percent confirmed, and they totally yeah. just confirmed it. Uh, we can get into if that's actually confirmed later. Yeah, that's another. This this whole thing is just answering one question yeah. and asking six more. That's this whole show. Yeah, but. I think we're supposed to take it at the digital world because that was the Dark Master's priority. Right. At at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the way they did it. I just I'm still kind of torn on if they should have. I think it worked better as the concept of the the cyclic nature of good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Where you know in stories it never ends. It just doesn't. Right. And I think it was kind of more interesting as a concept than as, hey, look, this is part of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we get on to the actual show. Yeah. So uh, there's they did not do the butterfly opening this time, right? I don't believe they did in part three either. Yeah. Um, so we pick up with the kids in the digital world and the in-trainings are there and they don't remember them. And then it just becomes amazing for like an hour straight. Yeah. The, the intro stuff was really good, the, showing the, the personalities. People were like, oh, it's called Lost. Someone's going to die. It's going to be sad. This is going to be the darkest. This is the funniest no, I, one so far. Well, I think we knew what Lost really was going to mean in the first place. Right. They had to deal with the loss of, for lack of a better term, their bonds. Yeah. Man, Coromon really is just exactly the same in <laughs> every know. way. Coromon's like, the like, same and Biomon is the exact opposite for some reason. Well, I, well, I think, I think, well, we can get into that in a bit. Uh-huh. I think I think they explained why she's different, and I, I think a lot of people kind of missed it because it kind of seems so standoffish. Yeah, yeah. Um, for some reason, uh, Tanamon freaking out about Mimi eating her was just amusing. <laughs> no, I loved all of that. Like Katrina was yeah. only awake for this portion basically, and she was just analyzing, like especially the girls, like how Kari's the only one who like has it together, and Mimi and Sora just aren't do- uh, they're not doing good. See, I think that comes up later. I'm not sure she does have it together. Oh no, I I, I think maybe she's I think she's doing what she thinks she's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, like, and even later she talks about oh, uh, uh, Plotmon, right? I mix up yeah. the names. That Plotmon's probably happier this way. That may be true, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's still her friend, and now her friend doesn't remember any of it, and she does. And yeah, I think if you I, and I think it's kind of been a theme that Hikari's sort of brushing aside her own feelings. Yes, it try, mm-hmm. and that's going to come home to roost, which because, we'll discuss later. Yeah, and that, this is yeah, we'll discuss is, that in a bit. Yeah, this is getting into like a completely yes. different topic, but you know, abuse can be is a horrible thing, and you should not wish it upon anyone. But some people like Gatoman become better people because of it and when you take that away yes they've had a better childhood now but they're not the same person they were you know i was more specifically talking about hikari's feelings on it yeah where she's sitting there talking about oh how this is probably a better thing Mm -hmm. but not really discussing her own feelings on it at all yeah she's glad that plotmon and gatomon get to have a better life but at the same time she misses the person that she loved yeah yes um, I love the way they handle this because way back in episode one, the Digimon are waiting for the kids and the kids are like, what the fuck is this? And here it's the reverse where the kids are like, oh, look, 
It's uh, Motimon, it, and Motimon's like, I don't even know my name. How do you know my name? Who the fuck are you? And they're just like, what's going on? Ah, I love it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Motimon's reactions to stuff are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like him trying to point out to Kushiro that Tokomon's going to eat all his food. Yeah, Motimon was great. Tanamon was great. Koromon was great. Now, he, here's an interesting about tri- thing about Chai. Mm-hmm. If we ignore Chai, did minus movie two, did Oolong T ever come up with Koshiro again? Uh, what do you mean again? What I mean is, is like, Chai is treating Oolong T as like a theme of the oh, character. Oh, yeah, no. Like, he's... like, like the, it was a big part of movie two. Mm-hmm. And then I don't believe it was mentioned in Zero Two or the fourth movie at all. Yeah, and by movie two you mean not part, not try to like no our war. Uh, yeah, yes. Um, yeah, no, because it's come up in every chapter of Try so far, as if it's like this Nearly, big yeah. thing. Yeah, and and it, and it is that is one of the moments people remember him from. But I don't believe it was a recurring. Here's the thing: I've only seen the dub, mostly of Adventure. I've seen some of Adventure oh, okay. in Japanese. So yeah, and they and yeah. they don't even bring up Oolong to you. No, the they just say it's his mom's bad yeah. cooking, which I mean that yes. that works too. Well, no, I believe they were beef jerky shakes, which is bad cooking, right? I mean, the uh, idea is. Well, the Does idea that count is, as cooking? The idea is that she's just bad at making yes. food, and it's like um, horrible, weird recipes, yeah. and he likes them for some reason. Yeah, all the characters get some good character moments, and I think the high point of Tri Part 4. Mm-hmm. Um, Sora runs off, and Taichi and Yamato ch- chase after, and then they're all sitting on the log sort of talking, really melancholy-ish. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sitting there going, how are they going to break this tension? And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the screen, all of a sudden, the river in front of them... A log starts floating by, and Agumon's just laying on his sleep, and I'm just, like, my eyes are slowly panning, following him, and then he just goes off screen. I'm like, um, so is anyone going to say anything? And then all of a sudden, Taichi just jumps up and noticing him. The best part is we saw Agumon sleeping in the middle of a clump. What happened? Like, how did he get well, to that no, position? Well, that, no, that's, that's even what he comments on. <laughs> Agumon comments on it that he, like, in his sleep, he thought he was seeing food, and he chased it down and laid on the mm. log, which then, yeah. That's such a joke out of like a '90s Disney movie. Like, I, that's like a goof troop joke, you know. Uh, but that's it was such a good. It uh, wouldn't no, have worked I with any other such character. Such a good, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like it's because you have all three of them sitting there in you know a very melancholy drama scene. Mm-hmm. There's no real way to break the tension based on what's going on. No, and Agumon just floats across the screen, and no one says anything until he's no longer on the screen. Because well, when they, all of a they sudden, didn't notice him at first, I guess. No. And does that even go anywhere? Or is that just there to break the tension? It's just like six no, no, seconds of just a cute joke. No, because remember, then they chase him down, and then all of a sudden, Agumon's all confused about what's going on. Yeah, and then it's just and, back to basics. No, and then um, Sora runs off, Yamato starts to chase, and then Taichi mm. tells Agumon to go back to camp, and then he starts yeah. running. Yeah, they. I mean, they could have just had her just run away from the log and not done the whole yes. bit at all, but the, the bit made it, so I love that. Yes, especially where you, they are then, you know, Agumon's animated like he's sleepy, mm-hmm. his voice is kind of, you know, like he isn't quite sure what's going on. Yeah. He's rambling about food, mm-hmm. and it, now, it worked well. Um, I think it's either in my editor hasn't gotten to it or it's on the website now, but I do have a full review of this written up for my thoughts. But, oh, no, it was, there, it was there a day or two ago. Okay, I think, okay, my editor and I got into an argument, and I decided to just post it without it being edited, so that's why that Vic, happened. Vic, Victor's arguing with everyone in the last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm going to punish my editor by not sleeping with her anymore. Katrina's my editor, if that wasn't apparent. Um, no, it wasn't apparent, but na- now <laughs> some of the things you've said in the last week make more sense. <laughs> I've been waiting to set that joke up for like – I wrote that joke like two weeks ago. You have no idea. Um, anyway, the main relationship here is Sora and Piyomon, and unfortunately yes. I think it's the weakest one. No, think? I think it was. See, I think it was really strong. I think there were a lot of subtle parts to it, mm-hmm. like the first one being obviously Sora stepping on, at the time Pioko. Mm-hmm. God, I, I don't. I think I said the right name. Um, Piokomon, Yokomon. Yeah, there's some subtle things that I think it's Yokomon because Piokomon I think is actually the lower level one. Oh well, I think Piokomon is the Japanese name. I don't know. And Yokomon's the English. Bio, I'm just going to say Piyomon and move on. Um, there's actually some subtle things said that actually explain Piyomon's state of mind, I think. Right. Because in the original, Piyomon was the clingy one, where in episode yep. four, she was following Sora around, and Sora didn't understand the whole Bond thing yet, and was like, why are yes. you following me around? Like, why are we all in this together? And here it's yep. the exact opposite, where Piyomon wants nothing to do with her, and I just don't understand yep. why. Um. The, the, well, the... Ignoring the obvious, you know, stepping on thing. Right. Um, Piyomon actually says at one point she she honestly believes that Sora just needs someone to basically mother hen. Yeah. She doesn't understand that it there's there's a more important connection there. She thinks that Sora just needs to find someone to help. Mm-hmm. So she's so she sees it sort of less as Sora wants a connection with her and more. Everyone else is busy and happy. Yeah. So Piyomon, so Piyomon is the natural person for her to move on to. Mm-hmm. Mark, Which, have you ever seen a movie called Total Recall? Not in a very long time. It goes through the idea of uh, memory replacement. No, I know. And yep. basically, it slowly. It's at first, it's just like, oh, he had his memory erased. Oh, spy mission. But towards the end, you learn that it turns out he was a bad guy, and he got memory placed with a good guy, so he became a good guy. Yeah. And the theme is that basically your memories decide who you are, and if you yes. change your memories, you become a different person. Yeah. Like your heart and your morals and ethics change. See, and that's kind of what, what I feel like is what with Piyomon, that see, not I having think, the core. See, I actually think thing. it's the opposite. I think Piyomon's really? the same person, but without knowing Sora, she doesn't understand hmm. Sora. She doesn't understand what pushes Sora. So she sees it as, instead of seeing it as Sora trying to get closer to Piyomon, who she considers someone important, Mm -hmm. she's seeing it as all of Sora's friends are happy and busy, so Sora needs someone else to Mm -hmm. deal with. I feel like if that that, was the case, then there would still be like a draw towards them. Like they would still, like she would be like, I don't don't know you, but for some reason I feel like I should be friends with you. you But but I think that's part of it. Yeah. She does feel like she trusts her and likes her, and something doesn't feel right because of the way she's seeing everyone act. She was resisting at yeah. some point. So but but it was also was artificially resistant. Yeah. Like she's like she's eating the meatballs and complaining, doesn't want any more, but it's clear she likes them. Yeah. Or, or bringing Sora food. Yeah. I've never been a, a secret about how I hate these two characters i've just never been a fan of now i don't, but, but I don't yeah, get it yeah i i think they used a lot more subtlety with sora than they do because like for example you don't have the I'm trying to think of a example we don't have the outer issue of say 
the girls commenting on Mimi being a pain mm-hmm. in the ass. Yeah. Here we're dealing with an interpersonal relationship between two characters to a point we're supposed to sort of see inside their head and base it off the lines they're saying. Yeah, this is the first story that takes place only in the digital world. And so far we've had the ki- the kids' real life kind of blending in. And here it's just basically two characters in a room, and that room is the digital world. There's no... And- mother or dad drama none of that stuff is here and and as we're starting to get further into chai it's also starting to be more akin to a book in that you have to sort of look at prior parts also yeah like the sora stuff does fit a lot better when you look at how at peelmon at the end of part three yeah which they had flashbacks to that stuff to help which is nice yeah Yeah. but yeah I, i think I think they did the Sora and Piomon stuff in a very interesting, subtle way, and I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people that just it needed to maybe be shoved in their face a little bit more. I mean, you're deeper in the fandom and have been for bigger years. Do people like how popular is Sora and Piomon? Like, I just don't think people like uh, her enough to really, you know. People like Sora, but I think not everyone's confused on why they like her because yeah. she's. It's sort of like, why do people like Joe? Really? Well, but you, you, but what I mean is, it's like different people. Everyone likes the different characters for different reasons, and I think Sora, as a character, has generally been done more subtly over the years than, yeah. like, me. Me is the one who jumps out and does the loud, funny things to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like, Mimi's plot is that that Mimi's gone insane, thinks she's a singing princess. Yeah. Sora, Sora's plot is that Sora thinks no one's ever going to love her, but she's still following around and helping her friends. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a much deeper, pl- subtle plot than, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, they even reference one of those episodes. Which one? Um, I don't remember which one it was in Adventure. It was 26 or 27, where Sora's wondering about, you know, blah, if she can be loved and blah, it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's saying the wrong thing to her. And don't even they don't understand why she's flipping out. And then Takaru Takaru says something to her, and she perks right up. Yeah. And of course, when Tai Chi and Yamada are chasing after here, at one point they go, maybe we should go ask Takaru. Oh yeah, should we talk about the shippingness? Because they put what's their faces on the cover, the poster, and they're they're handled kind of amazingly in this movie, Matt and Tai. Well, I think. Well, remember, I think. That, well, I think I've been saying this from the beginning, actually. Mm-hmm. The posters are not literal. Well, of course They're not. thematic. Yeah. What I mean is, is people see her holding their hands and go, it's going to be a love triangle. Mm-hmm. When thematic, and yes, it's, it's quite probable that they were winking at it because they've been winking at it a lot. Yeah. But thematically, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, thematically, it's very much... The three of them as sort of a because they were all they're all the same exact age and they're now in the same class together so it's very much they were kind of this power trio think, for a no, little bit. No, I think Yamato's in a different class. Um, is he? Well, they're all the same grade level at least. Um, yes. Not that when there are seven kids stuck on a raft that really matters, yes. but you know they were all this kind of the same. Yes. Power trio, you know. So it's kind of like yeah. what? How do we now that we're all older? It's like. This girl that we used to be friends with is now having hormone emotional problems. Do we pat her on the back? I don't know what to do. And they're both see, shitheads see, about I'm, it. I'm not even sure if either of them notice it. Yeah. 
Well, that, that's part that, of it that they're trying to yes. they're comforting her for X, and she's crying about Y, and they're like, "Well, no, they're comforting her in general, and she's upset that they don't know why." Yeah, but she's also kind of upset that ever, and it, this is sort of like her folding back on herself a bit. She wants everyone to be happy, and she really does. Mm-hmm. But she would also like one of her friends who are happy to notice that she's not and understand why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind of like the boyfriend who doesn't know what he did wrong, but he's still oh, apologizing. See, see I'm, I'm not even just talking about Taichi Yamato. She sort of rants about everyone doing it. Yeah, at one point she does kind of yell at the whole group. Yes. Uh, I think only Taichi Yamato were around at the time, though. Mm-hmm. So, anything else about them before we move on to when the Mikuman uh, plot kicks in? Well, the primary thing that I've seen is people saying that Sora's plot is minimal and weak compared to the others, and I, I just, I don't agree. I mean, I've already explained my feelings out, but like, is it any weaker than, say, Koshiro spending all of Part 3 sitting on his computer? Uh, I can't wait for Katrina to rewatch this with me when she's awake because she just analyzed the shit out of Sora more than me and Tool ever yeah. did. How basically all of Sora's biggest moments happen when she's not around. It's always like Bioman talking to her mom or Yoli talking to her dad, and that's like Sora's big <laughs> moments. And here it's like, oh, Sora gets her own movie. Cool. Yes. Yeah, Matt and Ty are on the poster. Oh, so it's like no. Their but what movie. I mean, but what I mean is, people are acting like that Sora has been screwed out of her character moment. I, I think if you look at each part, mm-hmm. I don't think Sora is has been minimized compared to everyone. Like, okay, the first one, it focuses on Tai Chi and him growing up. Right. Yamato's plot was nothing. It was basically, I'm mad that Tai Chi's growing up. He doesn't really have yeah. an arc or anything. He's already the, there. He's basically yelling at Tai to get there with in, him. In, yeah, in the second one, we have Joe's arc of him figuring out who he wants to be, who he is, and so forth. Uh-huh. Mimi's plot is, is that someone was mean to her and she's going to just ignore it and be herself. Yeah. There w- I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the Mimi plot in part two. Yeah. But there was no deeper understanding Mimi really came to or anything like that. It was just a fun plot. Yeah. And then in part three... Both characters don't really get much of a focus plot. Koshiro's on the computer, and yes, some stuff said, but by and large, mm-hmm. there is no arc for him in it. And Takaru's entire arc is a bit more external in that he's sort of just sitting there with Patamon. Yeah. And, and it's all very interesting stuff, but I don't see though any of those six so far as somehow giving more focus to those characters than Sora got in part four. Mm-hmm. I think people definitely do just look at the poster and think, oh, she can't even have her own movie. You know, it's like she's sharing it with people who already got a story. And it's like, yeah, but he, but he, story. Yeah, but even Taichi Yamato don't do that much in this one. No. Like, but they're they more, there to and... me, they're more fun and interesting about than this movie. Than, yeah. You know? But, but like I said, I think the Sora stuff's a bit more subtle. And I find that really interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think she's as important for part four as anyone else was on stuff they were on the covers of yeah and that that's my main point is i just don't see it the way others do in that thinking sora got screwed out of a plot again ha 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 ha, ha. like she kind of right. did an adventure in o2 oh uh, yeah i mean if you compare episode two the birth of Greymon, to Beomon gets firepower episode yes. four Episode 2 is not really the tie show. It's literally just the group hanging out, and then at the end, 
yeah. Ty just so happens to be the one to fight. Yeah. But Whereas I mean, episode but four I mean, is more so a Sora yes. episode than that was for Ty. So but, I, but I mean, especially for Ty so far, mm. I don't feel like Sora was screwed out of anything. I think her plot's a bit more subtle, and I whether that's more or less interesting, I think it's up to each person, but I just don't feel like she got less of a focus, is what I mean. No. I don't think she got screwed out of her own movie because the boys were on the cover, but I just no. don't think what she got well, to do was that. I just, I've never liked Sora. <laughs> My only time I've ever send, enjoyed send, Sora. Send your hate mail to Victor. The only time I ever liked Sora was when she was trying to find out what to wear to the concert slash soccer game. Everything I just I nothing with her has ever clicked for me. Ever. Okay, fair enough. Um, mysterious man being all mysterious. Is mysterious the new word for creepy? Because he's creepy in this. Well, no, because he has, as far as I'm aware, mm. he has never been credited as anything other than the mysterious man. Well, yeah, that's how. Well, that's he, his name on that like card pool thing, right? Yeah. When they did the on, on everything, cards. What, but what I mean is, is um, when they did the the can badge and it was the emperor, it was called the mysterious man. Oh yeah. In in, in the oh, yeah. in the uh, in the line art book for Tri Part Three, when they showed the, for lack of a better term, Genai in the dark cloak design, it's labeled as the mysterious mm-hmm. man. Because I, for- I remembered Mysterious Man being referred to as the Ken Emperor or whatever, but I forgot that those are technically the same person, so they've both had that one name. Yes. So, hmm. and even in the episode, he sort of goes, I'm Genai, but not Genai. I really, we, I don't, don't like that. Well, I don't we, like how they dressed him up like Ken, basically just for teasers and fan theories, and then it turns out, oh no, it's Genai. And now it's like it's not even, I don't even think it's Well, him. here's the thing. They haven't told us who he is yet. Yeah, it could it could be a Genai corrupted by the Black Orb. Yeah, it could be one of the other split apart Genais. It could be someone else who just looks like him or See, has made himself look like him. I hope it's one of the other ones. I don't just want it to be because a it's okay. Okay, you dress up like Ken just for the sake of putting Ken in the teaser and then hey hey reversal. they gave us a plot reason for it though. It's At a least, bullshit sort of. plot reason. Oh, yes, this it, is yes, a disguise. It is, but they gave us. You know. Well, no, it was sort of more. He, I thought. See, the way I, it was worded, I took it more as that he needed it for the real world for some see, reason. He said, "Yeah, it's an avatar to blend in in your world." But like yes. his default clothes in a black robe yes. looks less conspicuous than a teenager yes. wearing a cosplay costume. You know? Yeah, with the goggles. Yeah, the like what? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yes, it was there specifically to have us go. Oh man, the Digimon Emperor. If there is a twist that, oh, it's really someone else, then it's just, oh, man, it's Jedi's evil. I want it to be some kind of evil Jedi. I don't want it to be Yggdrasil in human form that looks like Jedi. I don't want it to be a projection. I want it to either be a clone or he's evil or it's the Black Orb. Because if they Uh, pull that shit with us twice for the same character, that's some massive shit. Oh, I will laugh my ass off that. I will too, but I'll I'll be pissed. Now, now let's talk about, okay, wait, the most contentious thing he's done. (laughs) <laughs> licky licky <laughs> that's like the first thing he's done too because he's basically just been standing around creepy he shows up well, no, and then no, licks no, someone no, that's later because he does the battling crap earlier on uh when does he lick her it, it's a bit it's um it, it, it's a i want to say it's around when see now i'm getting Are they on the up. boat or is that? Eh, screw, i feel like it's earlier yeah eh, screw it it maybe it's earlier but yes uh mysterious man acts all evilly well, first he, and, like, and, he cabadons Sora against, like, a wall or whatever. Then he, like, no, throws her down. Okay, okay, I think that was the ice wall. Yeah, yes. Yes. Which was so, th- so this is So this is in the middle of the fight, mm. then. 
Yeah. Anyway, and then we get regardless the of when it was, he licked her on the face yeah, for no reason, and it's okay, super okay. fucking weird. Well, no, I know why he did it. Why? Because they want because they, they they don't want us. It's creepy as hell. Is that why? Because it's creepy. Well, because here's the thing: like, how many people could theorize maybe Genai isn't maybe this guy is Genai and he's not really evil. He's mm. trying to push them for some reason. Okay, so it's not yeah. Alphamon who's mysterious, yeah. and he could like, he like, could be a good guy or a bad guy. Like, like he blasts them earlier in the episodes, but portals mysteriously save them all. Right. Like, I think after that, there is no doubt that this is a fucked up dude. You, you, yeah. you get what I, I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely and, and, this and is yeah, the they, moment they, where he. And, yeah, they could have shown it in other ways, but it's also that I'm trying to think of a way to put it that weird creepiness that occasionally shows up in anime. So, here's the thing. I was watching, um, whatchamacallit, the series of Unfortunate Events on Netflix, and I'd never seen it or read it before, and at one point, Count Olaf slaps Klaus across the face, and I'm like, holy shit, I thought this was, like, for kids. Like, it really came out of nowhere, and I'm like, whoa, this guy's, like, bad news. And then he murders, like, three people throughout the rest of the show. And that's kind of the moment where it's like, okay, get ready, this is bad. So yeah. here, it's like, he's this mysterious, creepy guy. He might be Ken. He might be Jedi. Either way, he could be a friend. He could be helping them. At, at, no, at point, he looks no her doubt. on the face. Th- this, is, this isn't someone trying to manipulate them mm-hmm. to help them in some way. Right. And I think see, I think what they ran into is the issue of, okay, how do we show he's evil? We don't really want him to hit Sora. Oh, and then I was getting at that with the whole uh, yeah. Count Olaf thing. Yeah. That we've only ever seen humans get captured like oh i'm gonna destroy you but it never happens here yeah. we saw humans and digimon getting like kicked around and stomped on and beat up i yes. thought mako and sora were gonna die in this episode like it was well, getting really rough and crazy yeah like kari but, almost drowned it was crazy yeah yeah that, i mean i don't mind the licking despite it being really creepy and uncomfortable because it's mm-hmm. supposed to be i right. it's not supposed to be something positive it creeped me out but it was supposed to creep me out so i kind of loved it for yeah. that like it it, yeah, it, was, it worked yeah i've seen the suggestion that it was so creepy as to break suspension of disbelief i'm not sure that's true because here's the thing we had nine like nine evolutions in a row yeah we did. that that was a bit much so yeah the there, so this is broken up into four episodes, and episode four is ten minutes of evolving. I I, I believe someone said they actually had to that they p- clearly played Braveheart twice in a row, <laughs> like all the way through so, the full song. So yes, yeah, so they could make through it. And I believe at one point they started playing Butterfly. Yeah, well, I know at one point they just had whatever the creepy background music they already had was, but then at another another point they go back to Braveheart. Yeah. So basically. Well, Instead of warp digivolving or just skipping past okay. things, and can we point out yes. the original fancy tri product has them warp digivolving, warp yes. evolving, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like in the complete selection animation digivice, which is supposed to be a quote unquote tri part three prop, mm-hmm. meaning like if tri was instead of an animation, if it was a show, this would be the most accurate fancy toy of it you could like get. Like if it, if it was a toku show kind of thing. This yes. is the exact scale model yeah. to the show. And in, in fact, they do those for Common oh, yeah. Rider. Yeah. Um, none of them do, because I want to say they say basically the Japanese equivalent of 
Ultra Evolution, Ultimate Evolution, yeah, something they, they along call those it, lines. There's Cho Shinka and then Kukong Shinka, something like yeah. that. Yeah, and they do the they do warping in the in the complete selection yeah. animation Digivice. Here's the biggest problem with it: it's just evolving in a row. It's literally Biomon Digivolves to Bergamon, and then immediately cut to Bergamon Digivolving to Garudamon. And in uh, part two, because they did that with, uh, or no, well, even what, in part two well, and three, they would evolve, they would like shoot off a special attack like a yes. harpoon torpedo, here, and then they Digivolve. Just, here, they sort of didn't have the time mm. or the ex- or the plot reason to do it, so they sort of just have it go. And what yeah. I think would have just done better was would have just been have the evolution sequence and just have it be the at the end, and then move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. I don't and, think we like, needed to see the whole thing. Yeah, especially because there's three guys, go three go and, from rookie to mega, and then uh, Plotmon goes to Gatomon in this. Yes. Uh, and also, then lands on Hikari's head. Which is super adorable. Yes. Also, how about Agumon and Gabumon Digivolve okay, to mega, we, like, can... off screen? Okay, okay, here's, okay. We've seen Metal Gurumon twice, mm-hmm. and we've seen Wargreymon three times. Mm-hmm. Animate the goddamn warp sequence. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. And give us those for the... Uh, like, Tentomon. Tentomon didn't even need to evolve in this episode, first of all, but he does, just to well, take I up bl- time. I, well, I believe what they were trying to show us was that mm-hmm. the bonds are there. Yeah, I mean, okay, that's great, but, like, yeah, they could have just gone to champion. To they could have actually fought, though, like... Because yeah. oh, Hoelmon poses, yeah. and then I just realized, to I just realized what we forgot. What? Okay, so they do a big deal with the Dark Masters in the flashback at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. They're the people they're fighting. Lugindramon and Metal Seedramon are like Genai's, you know, subordinate type things. They don't talk. They don't do much of anything. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure we really needed it to be them. Yeah. No, like, th- that's another thing. It's them because the, the, that it would look cool in the trailer and on the poster. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, like, um, if yeah. it was them, like, I know it's kind of, it's the weaker ones and the ones who weren't as talkative. Yeah. But, like, was it actually them? Was it just generically ones that he chose because he knew that would get their goat? He definitely was trying to just piss everyone off, especially yes. Mako, so I could but, but, see but, that. But, but, like, wouldn't pissing them off more be Piedmon and uh, Myotismon? Here's the thing, when they killed uh who was it imperial german whatever mode they didn't that like thing had a weird purple tinge to it did this did these guys have the same tinge? no i believe these looked like the real ones yeah so that's interesting yes so i don't know yeah but that's a good question because yeah it's yeah. another thing where it's just there to look cool in the trailer and not actually now, like, have and, a relevance. and we also sort of got an explanation of stuff from both genai and hackmon Yes, and are we trusting either of these people? Though? Well, yeah, that's the other thing is, is nothing we've been told so far mm-hmm. is from someone we can deem as reliable. Because all the stuff about homeostasis and the reboot, Himikawa told us that. For all we know, that wasn't even homeostasis. It could have just been someone else. I mean, it probably was. No, I think that was it, but I believe Himikawa was using it to her advantage. Yeah. Um, but we're all, we also get the interesting thing of... Um, Trying to put the pieces together at this point are really interesting. Like, for yeah. example, um, we still don't know what's up with Alphamon. Yeah, we don't. Like, like we're vaguely told about uh, Yggdrasil, Yggdrasil, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. 
and it sort of has us go, okay, so Alphamon works for Yggdrasil's a bad guy, but sort of like, we haven't really seen him do anything bad. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like, should, are we supposed to take Hackmon at his word? Because Hackmon himself tells us, it, he, he, he says he's on homeostasis' side, but he also tells us he's not really on anyone's side. Yeah. And But then they sort of go, oh, Gena is blah, 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 which is supposed to tell us that the evil one is Genai corrupted, but they don't really say that. Mm-hmm. They basically tell us that he's not he not basically that he's just not available at the moment. Mm-hmm. They're giving us information and then expecting us to jump to conclusions, and I don't know what that means at this point. Yeah, I mean, to, I mean to a degree, and tries played with this a lot. We're kind of even assuming that the Yesmon that the Yesmon that we saw at the end of part three is Hackmon. Uh, I mean, hardcore fans could assume that, but if you're just looking at these things standalone, that Yesmon is just a random thing, you know. But uh, yeah, do you but, think that's but, Hackmon? But, the, but is any scene? random? But is any random person watching this? No, so yeah, it's definitely for so, hardcore fans yeah. who know so what who I'm, Hackmon is. What I'm is. saying is, is, we've seen Hackmon run around, and he's important, and then they throw in his final form. Right. At this point, do we really want to believe that that's the same character? You get what I mean? Yeah. They've been manipulating us so much in trying to think about stuff. Uh-huh. I'm seriously now going over everything, going, what do we know for a fact? As I said, Tri's main game is answering fucking to us. one question and bringing up like six more. Or fucking with us. Yeah. Uh, yes. Bakuman doesn't do a damn thing in this movie. No, Baku. See, I kind of like that part because Himikawa got so emotional she forgot her own shit. He's on the poster. Well, for no reason. But thematically. Yeah. It matters. Thematically, but, but, he's a tiny part of the poster. He's a tiny yes, part but, of the but, movie. But he matters in that he's the thematic part of what's mm. going on in the plot. Yeah. But yes, putting him on the poster was manipulative because of who the character is and what yeah. he does. He controls memories, and people thought, oh, he's going to bring back their memories, which well, he well, could he still do. do. Yeah, he has to do with dreams and nightmares. Yeah. So when we saw him, on, yeah, that was the natural reaction of him was, oh, they're going to meet a Bakuman who's going to, and that's why we're seeing the Dark Masters, because they're mm. going to be pulled into their dreams, and that's going to give the Digimon back their memories. Yeah. Which which goes back to, we can't trust a fucking thing these people show us. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that, but we're it's bordering on still happening a little bit too late. Yeah. I just don't so, like the bait and switch in the marketing for this show. It's just so much... Hey, oh, but, look at, but, hey, look at this thing. By the way, it's not important, but look at it, you know? But, see, the thing I wish we knew was the people making the show, mm-hmm. how much do they have to do with how it's being marketed? Yeah. Um, God, remember so guess, the one trailer was just a close-up on Ken's Digivice, and then that had nothing to do with it, and then just kind of popped up at the end and no one questioned it? Yeah. Like, um, uh, Oh, and the ending. Mako is sort of maybe dead. <gasps> Yeah, we didn't mention that Mako's in here because I don't really care about her. And well, no, it's that she is in it in a sort of – it's sort of like we haven't really talked about Koshua's role in it because he doesn't have – we talked about him with the Oolong tea, but right. all in all, he does not have a huge role in it. Mm-hmm. Now, oh yeah, can we talk about How did Joe she get like, to the digital er, world? 
they don't quite tell us. We see her Digivice start to flash and do stuff. She was still, she was at the gate when they left. They all abandoned her there, and then apparently no, Di- no, Daigo no. couldn't they, they find her. No, they didn't abandon her. She didn't oh, show up. Yeah, she was supposed to go with them. She was She decided late. not to go, Yeah, and, and then, then at the last minute she decided to go, and they were already gone. And then... And, and try part four, part of, the be- part of the start of it, at least for her, is, is mm-hmm. all of a sudden her Digivice flashes, and she just appears. But... And then Daigo lost track of her. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it ends with her getting choked out, basically. Yeah, force choked out by a creepy man who is pulling those Jedi parallels back like it's 1999. Yes. Or I guess yes. 2000. And, and, of course the, and, of course, he makes it very clear why he's doing it. He wants to piss off Meikuman, mm. so Meikuman will evolve, and we will apparently get more corruptions. Yeah, he wants the infection to spread, and Meikuman yes. is the source of, of, of the infection. Of course, it does beg the question, why would he want the reboot in the first place? Um, because here's the thing, he clearly was involved with that to, right. because, to make that happen, but here's the thing. Well... The infection was already really deep at that point. Uh, I have not finished it, but going back to the plot of... Ninja Turtles versus Ghostbusters. There's two. <laughs> there's two parties that each want something, and they work together yes. to achieve it. Himikawa wants the reboot for Bakuman. Yes. Dark Jedi wants something else, and like she, like he wants to get the infection. And Himikawa is working with the kids in the real world to yes. bring about the infection. So maybe it's just a you know quid pro quo. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Um, so it ends with her quote unquote dead. Yeah, I mean, although I'm Mako, sure she's just going to wake up. Although we do scene. need to point out, both Mako and Joe get some nice moments in this one. Yeah, well, I, I don't remember Joe uh, at all in this. I mean, we get we well first we get to see Mako be useful, uh-huh. and they they go back to her background a bit, which was kind of nice. But uh-huh. yeah, we we do need to move on from her and talk about Joe. First off, Joe points out they need to not do what they did in Adventure. Oh yeah, no, they're all super smart about this. Like but Joe's one who like, points oh, it out, and, like and, and, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's the old Joe who's you know who gives us advices back." And then Mimi yeah. jokes about his girlfriend again. Yeah. And then when uh, when Jenna is doing stuff, Joe just pounces on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and kids are the... also not wasting time. Like they're no. they're throwing punches too this time. Yeah, and we get the best marching fishes moments. The best marching fishes yeah. moment ever. The f- <laughs> Gomamon summons the fishes who go after Jedi, and then one of them stops and just starts smacking them around <laughs> like right out of a Bugs Bunny cartoon. This was rookie fan service. The other ones have been, hey, look at the champions. Hey, look at the megas you yes. never got to see. This is, especially with Plotmon, because as a kid, I was always like, how come we never see Salomon? And here it was kind of like there's a shitload of Plotmon, and she even she does her attack for no reason other than we never saw it as in the original show. You know, would you have liked? I would have liked more of the character moments when everyone was separated. I mean, they kind of needed to move oh, on. We did not mention that. That's the best no. part of this episode. But like, like Gabumon not sure how polite he should be for mm-hmm. Yamato and Taichi kind of getting annoyed with it. Yeah, no, that's a very adventure tradition that they always get split up. I guess every Digimon series does this in some yes. way or another, but they get split but for, up. But it, but it felt different here because they were jumbled up. But not only jumbled up, they aren't the confused little kids anymore. Yeah. So, like, everyone sort of just goes, well, okay then, and then mm-hmm. gets back to trying to find each other rather than 
them kind of running around like crazy people. The kids are smarter and matured. They're all split up. The teams are jumbled up. And the Digimon still don't know them that well. So they're all like, hey, tell me about Joe. And Ty's like, well, I the, don't know. The interesting thing was, and they gloss over it, they fill in Agumon and Gomamon completely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. using using Koshiro's laptop and information from it. Yeah, which was cool. Like, they're looking at photos, and we get Gomamon going, wow, and now I know, and I really want to talk to Joe about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was great. And and Agumon wants to eat the train, I believe. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was that? That was a random thing, too. Well, because remember, they're commenting that they think it's the train, the trolley tracks. Right. So they think, what the and the idea is, is they'll just head back to the trolley, because everyone will make their way back there. Sure. So they're sort of just following the tracks, and then a train shows up and is like, well, shit. This has been kind of worthless because mm-hmm. this can't be the trolley track. I do like how we see lots of classic File Island locations again. Yes. Um, yeah, and we and Meek even comments on the um, the boat or the. Although uh, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure Mimi was at on, on File Island. Actually, was it the church? No, it was the um the castle. The castle. Whose castle? Where she became the crazy princess. Right. It was the Japanese castle. That's right. Yes. And uh, Bioman and Sora end up together, not jumbled up, and they're in, in the, the desert. Ge- in the Gear Savannah where they had their whole moments. Yes. Um, and Jeff Reberg once went in this whole thing where, you know, Ty and Agumon have a relationship, and Ty and Matt have their thing. But with 14 main characters, you never see everyone intermingle. Yes. Like, you never see a. Uh, TK there's, there's, Gomamon storyline, you know. There's too many. There's too many characters to do it, oh, and yeah. they find a way to do it here. That's fun. Yeah, Mimi and Matt never even had an interaction until Tripart Two, so it was nice to see this little <laughs> kind of thing like that. Also, can we point out that when they 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 did a lot of um static jump cuts that I don't think people liked, but I did because mm-hmm. it let us show us a bit more. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite one was when they were showing people pop into the location oh. where everyone is at the end. Yeah. Did you all, notice how all... Mimi was? Um, Mimi was upside down. Yeah, yeah, no, she was. T- they were like peeking through these weird portals, and like she yes. was standing up, looking through a portal, and the portal at- on the other end was upside down. I love yes. that. Yeah, no, that's one of my favorite shots in the whole episode. Honestly, I love yeah. that. Yeah, like, and I, I know a lot of people don't like. Them. I actually like the static shots because we wouldn't have gotten those. Like, I know people wish that this part kind of boarded a little short. Mm-hmm. They were not going to animate that stuff. It was either going to be yeah. static shots or we weren't going to get them at all. This part was short because yes. um, yeah. a lot of the episode cut-ups on Crunchyroll would begin and end with like the same yeah. two minutes that are in the next yeah. parts. Yeah, I, I, I think someone said Amazon Japan said that it runs 82 or 85 minutes. Yes. I want to say it's probably like 79 if yeah. you don't include all the intro-outro crap. Mm-hmm. When the Blu-ray comes out, I'll check that, but it wasn't... Isn't it on Short. iTunes or whatever? Uh, I, if it is iTunes Japan, I just don't check it. Yeah. Um, but it it's not short bad. No. Uh, people complained, especially about the, uh, whatchamacallit, the, the cheerleading dance in part two, which was basically a slideshow. And yeah, to pay $10 to go to a movie theater and see that is a little bit... In, but for but quick thing, little things like that, you're this... You're seeing the plot. Yeah. No, and it I made think... more sense here, of course, because you have, what, I think they're in roughly six groups? Mm-hmm. Seven groups? Uh, there's a lot of, I don't even remember, there's a lot of different divisions. Yeah. But yeah, so I understand why they did the static it's jump a very, cut. It's a very anime thing to do anyway. Yes. Like, you wouldn't see this in, like, Zootopia. 
And even if you did, they're cute, funny moments. Yeah. Like that shot yeah. of me upside down was a really good moment, you know? Yes. And in that moment may not have worked if you animated it properly now that yeah. I'm sitting here thinking about it because then they'd have to go, oh, I'm upside down. Yeah. And it kind of ruins the joke. Mm-hmm. So we end on a probably the closest thing we've actually had to an actual cliffhanger. In yeah, so Mako is dying dead, probably just Mako unconscious Mons for a freak- minute. Mako, Mako Mon's having her freak out. Yeah, she's. Did she go to make Crackmon at the end, or is she I just do believe, her I, dark mode, whatever? I don't remember to be mm-hmm. on, to be completely honest. I it's want hard because they that, all yeah, look the did. same. Well, yeah. Um. So I guess the question is: is since we've basically discussed what we want to discuss about it, scale one to ten, what do you think of Tri Park Four? Oh, ten. This is my favorite one so far. See, I was going to say maybe like an 8.5. I mm-hmm. think it worked, but there are some issues with it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of discussed them. And it's like, yeah, you probably could have foc- had Soros' focus be a little bit less subtle. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like it that way, to be honest. The interactions with the in-trainings were amazing. The splitting up yes. was amazing. It just That all made it. The fact the, that the, they're the, doing so many, like... when I The, neg- when... the, ne- the, the negative stuff, though, borders yeah. on, like... Oh, it's Hercules, Kaputerimon, it's Seraphimon. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, call it? When I heard the show was coming out, I made a list of things I wanted to see in characters to come back and stuff. And when it found out that it was going to be six movies or whatever, I was crossing shit off. Oh, we're not going to get this. They're not going to do the Dark They're not going to do homeostasis. The fact that they're going this deep into the lore in what is basically just fan service short yes. films like is blowing my mind oh wait. i have no idea what's happening next we wait okay so we both gave our scores victor mm-hmm. says 10 out of 10 i say 8.5 we need to discuss the one thing victor did want to discuss what that since he's ridden a whole diatribe on it in the past that uh, if we take mr mysterious man at mm-hmm. his word we finally have oh. what, I, what I think is the first official confirmation that if a Digimon dies outside of the digital world, it is not reborn. Right. Minus the loophole that we are now given. So what, how exactly, I don't even, I just heard them explain that that was a rule, but they changed the rule or what What happened? No, no, I don't believe it was ever explicitly said that everyone sort of just put it together. Yeah, which doesn't even make sense because... We see Digimon... Well, because, because they reference... Um, because stuff with Wizardmon comes yeah. up. Right. And so, even to a degree, Myotismon. But what's the loophole now? The loophole is that because the digital world's reset, they sort of stated in sort of a way... I'm trying to think of a way to explain it. The way Instead of the way we think of a reboot of a computer, which is just wiping everything and starting over mm-hmm. at the beginning, it sort of grabs everything and shoves it back to its earliest state. Mm-hmm. All at the same time. So, Pumpmon and Gatsumon. It sho- shoves everything from the digital world back to day one as early as possible, basically. Okay. So, the rule that the people, Digimon that die in the real world still will not be reborn, but the ones that previously died are no. back ish. Yeah, because okay. of the reboot shoving everything back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Basically, if it was at the digital world at some point, Mm-hmm. And it was native to the digital world. It's now at its earliest point. Right. Whether its ending was in the digital world or not. Okay. If that makes sense. You know what I would have loved what? in this show? Way back in episode, God, 53, 
when they all die and go to Digi Heaven, and they all like talk themselves back to life. I would have loved to have seen Pupmon and Gatsumon and Wizardmon and Leomon just like as ghosts in Digi Heaven, just like giving them one last pep talk. Can we point out that Leomon can come back now and they can kill him again? Uh, yeah, I guess. How long do you think he'll wait? How long do you think he'll last? Because his death I, comes I, quicker I, and quicker. I, I, I almost want it to be cartoony where, like, we see a bunch of Digimon jumping in to help them at the end, and one of them's Leomon, <laughs> and then he just gets banged out. Well, in that horrible X Evolution movie, he dies in the first two minutes, and I always thought when Tri was yeah, announced but, that they should but, kill him off in the opening but, but, song. But he, get, but, he, but he gets some plot details. You know, he's talking a bit in X Evolution. Uh, I would literally like to just see, like, a bunch of Digimon jump in to help the chosen children, and everyone's and like, Leomon's, Leomon's back, and splash. And just bam. I think, um... It would be hilarious if we got a high-def version of the poster and somehow Leomon was already murdered on the cover of the poster. That'd be great. Um, do we got anything else to talk about? No, I think that's yeah. it for Tribe Part 4. So now we get to move on to, uh, before we do the proper news, Tribe Part 5! Tribe Part 5! Spoilers Which... from here on out for you those who don't want to know about Tribe Part 5. Yeah, but here's the thing. At this point, we only have the poster and the name. They're not going to be able to avoid it for undefined amount of time yeah it's already all over twitter and yeah. stuff so, so digimon adventure try part five symbiosis yes we got a the pink is the new color which is a nice soft pink i like it and be, and because it's come up the actual japanese text says kyose right and it can be translated a few ways but here's the thing like it can be translated generically as symbiosis or union mm-hmm but based on talking to people who are japanese live in japan and so forth the only time you would actually use it as union as in, like, a symbiotic relationship slash union. Mm-hmm. So calling it union doesn't quite fit because you'd only use it for a symbiosis union. Mm-hmm. There are other words for, you know, association, team, mm-hmm. that you would use for union. And we give a very detailed explanation of this. Right, and symbiosis but, is just symbiosis, whereas yes. union could and, mean a million different things. Yes, and with Digimon in general and things told to us in Tripart 4, mm-hmm. symbiosis makes sense. Now, yeah. who knows what they'll call it in English, Right. but I am in, I have basically no doubt that symbiosis is what's meant. Right. 2017. Yay. Woo. No date, though. This is, this is the first time they have not given us a date. Right. And we're not sure what that means yet. It's not done yet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, um, most of them be- are probably... Actually, I believe there's an interview where they actually... One of the actresses says they actually finished recording already, and they're recording six, I think. Hmm. I mean, recording, um, you can do that in a weekend, yeah. but, like, they did... Part one wasn't even finished when that aired. It's still not finished. Yeah. Because the... But they could but they could have decided to touch stuff up after. We don't know if that was a case of... I know with... When we saw the dub in theaters, they still had the green rings, the... You know what I'm talking about, yeah, the but evolution? What but what I'm saying is that could have been what they wanted it to look like, and then they changed their mind later. The green ring thing? Yeah. No, I think that looks so out of Maybe. place and wrong. It's definitely supposed to be a holy ring, and they just fucked up, and like they didn't leave it in or whatever. Um, but yeah, okay, so the poster, like you said, is pink. Mm-hmm. We get whatever you want to call Meikuman's ultimate. It Looks very different from what we've seen so far. It's hard to tell. Is, it looks kind of bearish, almost. Well, it, I think part of what's throwing people off is, is it looks very heroic, sort of. Uh-huh. 
And then we get probably the most unexpected cover character yet. Yeah. It's it's Ofanimon, but not the one you would expect to see if you expected Ofanimon in the first place. Right. It's Ofanimon fall-down mode. So not only is it not Magnadramon, it's... At first, Look, when we saw the super low-tech version, I saw the scythe first, and I was like, why does she have a scythe? What? And like, is that well, just because, what her thing looks like? But... Um, Ophanimon Falldown's weapons actually specifically, I believe it's specifically called the Hell Scythe. Right. Just like in Gundam. Does Ophanimon have a magic staff thing or whatever? She has, yeah, it's like, it's a, like a, a, she holds like, it's like a pike spear. sort of. Yeah. I think they called it a lance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know what this cover means because it actually does not fit the cover themes so mm-hmm. far. It's It's the first time I would solidly say that there was a cover theme and now it's broke because a lot of people were saying part four didn't fit the cover theme and not, or part three didn't. I sort of went – the cover theme has always sort of just been the kids, good Digimon villain yeah. being fought. I'm trying to decide if there's actual context to this poster or if they're fucking with us in a few ways. So, because, yeah. Because what the, what they clearly want us to think is, is oh man, they have both went bad, they're evil, and they're going to be the focus of part five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because like, because like okay, oh, finding on fallout mode, that clearly skews to evil. We know that. Right. But what does that Hik- mean for Kari? Hikari sort of, you know, standing there in sort of like a kind of emo pose, holding mm-hmm. her whistle. Make, 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 ugh, Mako's standing there, but Makumon doesn't look evilly. Make the, uh, yeah, yeah. It looks kind of like a heroic Digimon, sort mm-hmm. of. Hmm. And it has this weird tail thing. Or maybe it's a ponytail, I don't know. Where are you? Like, it, there's like a spike thing on the poster. Um. Oh, the white part. It's like a white gray thing that sort of. I think that's. Left. I think that's Ofanimon's hair. No, because her. Eh, who knows at this point? Yeah, it's really hard um, to tell. I, I, rem- I remember pulling up an image of Ofanimon fall down mode, and I didn't see that thing. Mm-hmm. What was funny was when we only had originally we had a much lower quality image. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch of message from people going. And I thought the same, to be honest, that at the bottom right, it looked like it might be Hackmon or one of his evolutions. Yeah. Oh, because there's the, the red thing scarf the, thing. Yeah. The flames from the scythe. After that Bakuman twist, which I still can't believe nobody noticed, I just feel like we're all, these posters come out and we're all just like, ooh, let's look nitpick for, where's the little thing, where's the little thing? But like, I, but who knows what this actually Because like, for example... Could they just like the design of fall down mode and decide to use it? Like, could this be mm. like a good equivalent to fall down mode? Probably not, but the fact that they're not fighting, like they're just kind of all posing together, almost. You know, like everyone has every poster has shown at least a fight between one party yes. and another. Even if Meikumon is a good guy fighting and, the evil yes. Ofanimon, they're not fighting on the poster. And, and of course, the thing that's probably having people argue the most is, what does this mean as far as Tailmon's ultimate go. Mm-hmm. Because products which have been wrong have shown Holy Dramon slash Magna Dramon pretty consistently for try. Right. But how much sense does it make to use fall down mode if you're not gonna show, you know, the purified version after? 
Or what if she goes Sophonimon, then goes Fall Down mode, turns back yeah. to Gatomon, then goes Magnagemon? That's the real one. Yeah, that's possible also, but at this point, who knows? Because I've never seen a fandom so split on just absolutely loving two options. Where, like, so many people well, want both Magnagemon, options... so many want Sophonimon. Well, here's the thing, like, okay, we can understand why people want Holy Dramon. Partially because it was used in a movie. Mm-hmm. Whether we agree the movie counts or not doesn't matter. It was used in a movie. Right. And to some people, that also means that that's like a hook to say the movie counts for try. Right. Now, it could count for try and still not count for zero, too, but that's mm-hmm. a different argument. Um, and then Ofanimon, for many years, was sort of like, oh, this would be a neat one to use. And right. then it showed up in the game, and it sort of blew up from there. Mm-hmm. Has because it been it anywhere up, else besides the game as far as related to um, adventure? It actually showed up years and years and years and years ago in Battle Spirit 1.5. Mm-hmm. In fact, that may have been the first game appearance of Ofanimon. And where, I know the one in Frontier digivolves back to Salomon, and that's part of yeah, the thing. Yeah. But but the one in Battle Spirit 1.5 is specifically Hikari's Tailmon. Right. So it, it's kind of a case of we have two real options, and at the moment, since we have no proof of either, people are kind of just flipping out or declaring things as proof. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is we don't know. Because here's the thing. Like I was saying, the CSA Digivice does show have it be Holy Dramon, but it also shows Palmon Warp Digivolving. It, it, you, know, Palmon? you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It has Palmon Warp Digivolving to Rosemont, and everyone else does it also. And there's a f- whole voiced sequence for Omegamon. Yeah. How come so no one I'm, is freaking out about Plesiomon? Why is it just Sophonimon oh, and no, so, Some people definitely were. Because here's yeah. the thing. Um, Plesiomon, it was, it was kind of weird. Um, Vikemon, I believe, was used in the PSP game. Yes. For Gomamon. Gomamon in rum, um, the, the PS3, Xbox 360 game was Plesiomon. Yeah. But in fairness, Gatomon's was Exomon, which is doesn't even make sense at all. They and so was Beomon. They jumped around on those, yeah. Yeah, they kind of just used whatever was new from Fusion. There's a lot of random ones that show up in that. Oh, no, a lot of ones weren't even new. A lot of them were just, they were uh, pairing them off. So yeah. two people would have the same ultimate. Or in English. So a lot, of them were, a lot um, of them were crap. But yeah, so we don't have a date yet. With our luck, the date will be announced while the podcast is being edited. Yeah. Um, so lots of Try 5 stuff will no doubt be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And I think we will finish, well, not finishing off yet, but let's go through the various bits of Try news which are slowly going to become irrelevant if we do not do them now. Yeah, do them now, hurry. So first up, we have an ad for Try Part 4, which doesn't matter. You can go at the site to look at it because we've watched Tripart 4. Yeah. You don't need to see and, it happen. Just go watch it. Yeah, But, you know, sometimes commercials can be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, n- less relevant now was they actually showed off Seraphimon in um, V-Jump. Cool. It's still relevant because there's some really nice art of him, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Oh. Like, nice profile style art. I'm guessing we're going to get it in the Blu-ray booklet. Mm-hmm. But like not it. super... It's not. It's nice art, and it kind of gave us the close-up look of the way his helmet was done this time because it's mm-hmm. different. Yeah, it's a good design, though. The 
Um, I mentioned in our last episode I was going to be trying to stay up really late for the Tri-Tokemon, which I did. They gave us almost no real news, mm-hmm. and the few things of real news we'll go over, but not really that interesting compared to the first one. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get the radio show to work because it was geolocated like I thought. <sighs> um, there, there's some sort of description up on the webpage for the show. We're mm-hmm. going to try to get that translated. The most interesting thing from that Tokuban was we have track lists for the character songs, and they're, par- they're paired. So Agumon and Tyre singing together? No, they're no. paired by album. So like the what? first track on both albums is the short version of Butterfly Try that's used in our version of the show. Mm-hmm. So track number two is Eternal Puzzle, and Tai sings it. Mm-hmm. Um, Agumon's song is Agumon Sunba. Oh, it's a, there's a one for the kids and one for the Digimon, yes, and they're but just... many, but many of the songs are actually paired. Mm-hmm. So, like um, uh, the the Knife of Day song, which was the the Boku Nitari, which was the outro for Part Three. Yep, translates as "For Me." Mm-hmm. Gabumon's song trans- is "Kimi no Tote," which translates as "For You." Oh, so like they're thematically bouncing off of you. That's what you mean. Yes. Yeah, I see or, now. Or the Sora song, which is track four on the Children's Children, is A Place Where Dreams Come True. Right. B- Piomon's over on the Digimon's is Finding My Heart. Uh-huh. So, or if we go to Koshiro's, his is called Fragments of Memory, Koshiro's side. Uh-huh. Tentomon's is Fragments of Memory, Tentomon's side. And they have a note for Tentomon's side. I don't know if it's the full track or part of it, but there will be a Tentomon mon- monologue on that track. Oh, that's fantastic. Which is great because his voice is fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, part six, uh, the sixth song, which is Mimi, is Go My Way. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that a Digimon song? I probably. Like an older one? Possibly. Mm-hmm. A lot of the names in the piece. Um, Palmon's is Blooming Your Heart. Oh. Okay, the Joe and Gomamon ones are the best. Joe's is I Can't. <laughs> Gomamon's is You Can. <laughs> um, Takaru's is Wings of Hope. Mm-hmm. And Patamon's is I love you, ism. Hmm. Ism in the set, you know, adding at the end of a word. Right. Uh, Ikari's is ring. Uh-huh. And Tailmon's is together as one. You know, oh. thematically a yeah. ring, one piece. Um, then we have uh, Mako's, which is budding strength. Uh-huh. And Mako's is head, tails, crossroad. Uh-huh. And then in both albums, we finish off with the short versions of Braveheart and I Wish. And has there been has there been a short version of Braveheart? Um, I mean, probably, no, I mean, probably used as an insert song in the show, but not as obvious as it's probably just oh, the. I, uh, I, I screwed up. I wish is not used on the Digimon version of the album. They use seven, right? Which makes sense. Yeah, it's probably the version from the Omega Mon fusion. Is what I what I would guess. Oh, that would make sense because that's the only one where that's, it yeah. runs the longest there. Yeah, and. So, um, I, I'm trying to decide if I like, I would almost wish it would just be a two CD release because if they're thematically yeah. intertwined, is this the kind of thing, like, is this a Japanese thing to like release a two pack like in six months or a year later or do they not typically do like things like uh, that? Sometimes they do like, um, for I wish and Braveheart, they later did a version that came with music videos. But for Keep On, they just did that at the beginning, realizing might as well just do it now. Mm-hmm. 
which led us jump to, I finished the scans of those CDs. Yay. Put them up. Cool. It, it was long. Um, the big bonus item actually barely fit on my scanner. Oh, what was it? Um, the combined art of the kids and the Digimon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, this is fun. And since we're talking about all the kids in the Digimon, we finished all those interviews. Woo! And by we, I mostly mean our one of our translators, Garm, who worked really hard despite being busy. Yeah. And they didn't just do all the kids in the Digimon. We had some bonus ones, too. Yeah, there's the Daigo guy and the Himikawa people and Hackmon. And Hackmon. Yeah. And they did Bakuman. Oh, great. What and was I it like to... saying three lines? Uh, they don't go that far, but yeah. And to go back to our last episode, we finally have the last postcards. Ooh. I like these. And those are, oh, they're, I think they're gorgeous, to be honest. They look like um, a WB90s animated sitcom. <laughs> Today on the WB, Catch it, Buffy it, the Vampire. It gets Slayer canceled. It gets canceled after five episodes, and then yeah. the rest of it airs on like a dog um, swim. That's but yeah, so like. we already knew the week one was going to be a postcard by Koji Watanabe, who's oh. the animation, the chief animation director for Try. Week two's the Shiki sh- sh- uh, Shikishi boards by the animation director for Try, Koji Ito, and uh-huh. the animation character designer Masanori Shino. The week three gifts are by Uki Atsuya, who's done the designs for Try, and it's real. They are nice. Like um, yeah. the first one has the guys all baking, and Taichi and Yamato are literally butting heads. Yep. And it looks like Agumon's begging for food. And they're in weird Digimon floating space where they're kind yeah. of in this weird gravity situation. Yeah. And they call, I believe they call them boys' side and girls' side. And the girls' one, they're even in stranger positions. Yeah, and yo, we didn't talk about the moment in uh, part four where, uh, what you gonna call it? They're talking about Matt's love life, or no, TK's love life. I don't know. The joke is yeah, that well, TK well, is Matt's lover or whatever. Well, no, the joke in, for Try in general has been like, they like especially Hikari sets up Takru as sort of being like a player. Yeah. But we've never seen him with girls who aren't part of the team. Yeah. And, Hik- and like... It's basically ship teasing with Hikari being very jealous but not wanting to say so, which actually goes back to the theme of Hikari not telling us what she wants. Right. Uh, the but I think I want to say the girls' side art is much better. It, it like the poses are a bit more dynamic. They're not baking, which is kind of distracting. And they're, random. they're they're not in custom outfits. Yeah, I like it. it it's very good, and I kind of really want them, but there's really no way for is me to import the them. First time we've seen Mako in the official school girls uniform no we've seen her in the episodes yeah because i know she wears her old uniform from her old school because that's how transfers work in anime but i don't remember mm. seeing her, see, in her see, real... see now see now i'm sitting here thinking damn it um mm-hmm. i could be wrong on that i'm not sure it's one of those things where i uh, my mind's sort of taking it for granted yeah now for what victor really wants to talk about i, I this does look cool I want it. Are we talking about the backpack and the towel? Yes. So the backpack um, is old, but the towel is new, correct? Oh, no, no. Click the link, Victor. There's more. There's more? Yes. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, there's some. Yeah. Oh. So, first, uh, so first up, we have a big towel, and they actually call it a giga-sized towel, which is the Tribe <laughs> Part 4 theatrical poster. It's two now, meters? To clear, now, to be clear, this is... Well, let's start with the Tribe Part 4 poster. Oh, uh, yeah. 
towel first. Let's be clear. They call it a giga-sized towel. It's not that big. It's 28 by 40. That's a small towel. Yes. That's and like a are you ready towel. for the price? Victor, yeah. look at the price. Uh, what? That's like 90 it bucks. Is, yeah, basically. Um, and the weird thing is, is if you look at the, the big... T- and that's the Tripart 4 poster. We don't really have much more to say about have it. Have they except- done poster towels yes. for the other ones? I'm not sure. Yes, to a degree. I mean, if you're a completionist and you have a hundred bucks lying around that you want. Now, here, here's poster. the thing, though. Uh, pre-orders are open and they close on March 23rd and it ships in April. I believe this is exclusive to the Premium Bandai store. Is it already sold out? No, I doubt it, but mm. I will check right now. Nope, yeah. it's still for sale, Victor. I don't want it. Um, now, the next three towels, I get the feeling these are going to be imported by quite a few people. Oh, yeah. These are these are two meters tall, and that's um, 33.4 inches left to right, and almost 80 inches tall. Mm-hmm. Full-size towel, giant towels of Takaru, Yamato, and... and Takaru. Did I say Takaru first? No, uh, I don't know. It's Taimat it's, it's and TK. Taichi, yeah. Yamato, Takaru, with their Digimon... And they're, you know, relatively basic poses, but nice and clean with, you know, the crest designs. They're huge. And they're the same price as the other towel. Yeah, I the just 80, I just did some math, by the way. This, I want to say it's like $85. Well, I just did math for the um, height and, like, human yeah, feet. Yeah, that's, that's 78.75 inches. Yeah, that's about six and a half feet, like the actual spread, and they're not well, filling well, the whole I believe, thing. I believe it's exactly um, six yeah. feet. So, but, people, but again, people are going to kiss these. Like, these are life-size, teenager-size. Well, yeah, they, they actually recommend that you can hang them on the wall as a giant poster and use it as a blanket. Uh-huh, yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, so, let, let's... It, it's 8640 and Let's call that $85. Yeah. But it appears it's exclusive to the premium Bandai store, so you have to use an intermediary. Right. That's going to end up being $120, $130. Yeah. I mean, they're they're nice looking towels, but it, it borders on the it border it borders on the pillowcases where characters are showing you their asses and stuff. Yeah, no, you could easily sew this and turn it into a body pillow, and people like these are well, you weird. Need, you need two of them. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you could just sew it to like white fabric on the other side. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and the last towel is just a small hand towel. It's basically eight by eight. I think it's supposed to be one of those towels that yeah. Japanese students carry with them. Yeah, like a handkerchief. Yeah. Yeah. And this is actually affordable. This is only maybe like seven bucks. Oh, yeah. And same dates for shipping. But again, if you get it shipped because of it being needing an intermediary, you're gonna paying thirty, forty bucks for it. Yeah. Now, why don't Kevin, you buy back- it. <laughs> why don't you go over the backpacks? Because these actually look nice. Um, there's a backpack and a tote. These are actually from last year, but they're bringing them back. I'm not. I can't go over. It's a backpack. Like it's a backpack. I mean, it's got the okay, crests okay. on it. There's it, well, the backpack okay, has okay. colored Vic, Vic, things. Victor, I will be a professional and I will go over. I just don't know what to I, say about this. I will show you how it's done. All right, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll study. We get a really nice tri-theme backpack. It has all the crest symbols on it. It's made by um, the company Outdoor Products. Uh-huh. Doing basically instead of just saying. Oh, it's a tri-theme backpack. They have to label it as a collaboration. Uh-huh. It's actually a decent-sized backpack. It looks nice. You can order it until March 31st, and it's going to ship in May. What's Although tri it costs $130. It? 
Like, I'm just seeing Which, the crest. Like, this could be an adventure backpack, too. Yeah. Uh, I believe the Tri logo's on there somewhere. Yeah, I'm looking around. I can't maybe, see. maybe under one of the straps. Who knows? I feel like it might be on a zipper. That's where I would put it's, it. It's a, it's a nice backpack, though. Yeah. And they also do a similarly themed tote bag. For the ladies. Is it? I guess so. There's um, nothing gender specific about these, yeah. but you know that's probably what they were thinking. Yeah, it's a nice and large tote bag. This one's more same dates, but seventy dollars. So, you know, if you look, if you have a hundred dollars and you want a really nice tote bag, eh, yeah, why not? Yeah. I have a better use for a hundred dollars, though, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, and now, since we're talking about products and the potential of them selling out. It's time to talk about the thing we both want to talk about, Victor. Fine. You win, no, Mark. You were right, well, and I was wrong. <laughs> no, well, to be fair, I hedged a bit, and I said a week, because yeah. I decided I wanted to hedge. Uh-huh. It was gone within 12 hours. The fucking life-sized Mekuma, the worst character in Digimon history. And a lot of people were really upset, actually, to be honest. Like, did you see people posting really upset where they weren't able to get to an intermediary in time? No. No, people I didn't were sad. see that. I was, I was... Oh, a lot of people planned to import this and didn't get to. Well, like I saw, there's been cursing on with the will. There's been cursing on Reddit. I quit there's Reddit. Lot, lots, yeah, that's why I'm telling you. Yeah, but yeah, a lot of people actually really wanted this and didn't get it and are quite upset. <sighs> well, I thought it wouldn't sell because there's not 500 people who want to make Gumon, but apparently, Appar- apparently, there's a lot more than that. But moving on to other products, Victor, we get to do your favorite thing, which is go over a pop-up shop. Isn't it the same stuff at this point? Yeah, well, that that's the joke. There's actually nothing to go over this time except... It's just a new location? Se- well, we went. We sort of went over the second location last time. We know the date now. Oh. These last time, they sort of just went, hey, it's going to be in March. In Nagoya. Come ask us later. Um, oh, the good. Nagoya pop-up shop is going to be March 5th through April 5th. Okay, well, this is actually news I want because my friend lives in Nagoya. Yes, but Victor gets to be very happy that we don't go over all the products again. Minus that, now I'm looking at the damn thing and I see the misspelling every time I see it. <laughs> oh, on the Adventure. Yes. And, and, but it's the one that's specifically labeled with the text saying Nagoya and everything, but they yeah. spell Adventure wrong. Yeah. So we have all that up on the site, but we're not going over it all again. Because nope. it will make because it will make Victor cry. Well, it's just like we talked about this for an hour, no, and like no. ninety yeah. of these are the same picture of them in the cosplay outfit. Oh no, it's it's, it's, the, it's the same products. Yeah. There's no reason for us to go over it again. It's exactly the same. Kevin, but, buy it. What we do need to go over is is we had the teaser art last time. We have the full art for the music cafe now. Yeah, man. and it's it's very interesting, cool looking art. And I'm gonna torture Victor by going over the menu. Uh, no, I, I'm enjoying this menu talk because they, okay. they Jesus these people. So um, the music cafe is basically they're turning Anion Station into a Digimon themed cafe. Anion Station is basically like a um, we ca- we ca- we went over it last time. Basically, an anime themed music cafe slash bar type place, like a nightclub-y kind of place you would go to like for lunch. A bit less nightclub-y, but yeah. pretty much. So every day, now through March 30th. Uh-huh. 11.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. It's going to be crazy Digimon themed. Right. And um, 
one of the neat things is um, they're actually playing our opening and endings as part of the um, scheduled entertainment. What? Because well, think about it. our opening and ending doesn't exist for their version of Try. What? The American dub themes? No, the like the minute thirty version of Butterfly, like okay. the TV intro. Oh right. Now, okay. So that, so so but so basically every hour and. 10 minutes they play you know the digest films including mm-hmm. the digest for part four which is kind of soon yeah. and then they're going to show you know the op- openings and intros and they've actually themed the cafe to be connected to koshiro's office mm-hmm. so the digimon pop up on the screen in the 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 what was it called the safe space the um the digital locker space the thing which i noticed a error recently that in when it was introduced they said that they could not transfer audio through it and then in like episode two they were talking through it so no i i don't i I thought they could do um audio i thought it was that they couldn't do it over phones uh because their phones didn't have enough to do to transfer from yeah now i don't know Anyway, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, so, so there's the going to be a live feed of that space, though. Well, quote, quote unquote live. So you know, randomly during the event, you know, the, it will pop up the digital feed with the Digimon talking to you, and I assume Agumon asking for food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be themed food and drinks, which me, I, I want to say it, it was me and Shin. We spent like two or three hours going over this in detail to make wow. sure we would have a right. Um, the food menu, each one comes with a um, like a crest keychain. Yeah. Um, and the menu is kind of interesting, and I, this is kind of of interest to Victor because Victor held an event where he had to come up with Digimon themed food. Yeah, and this these look they, like so. So, yeah. so I'm gonna explain the food, and then Victor's gonna tell us if he gives it a thumbs up or thumbs down as a professional who's done this. As a professional Digimon food menu maker. Yeah. So we have Agumon stomach filling plate for thirteen hundred yen. It, it's it's a hamburger steak, a pile of rice, um, a small rolled omelet. I don't remember what the Japanese term for it is, but you know where you have uh-huh. the sort of folded over omelet, and there's a small side salad with like a garlic and tomato dressing. So this, I mean, I would eat this salad. Just looks like a piece of iceberg lettuce and an actual tomato. Well, not I even call it, I call it a salad. The problem is, is um, right. a lot of times with Japanese menus, mm-hmm. they put a really detailed photograph, and the actual description is very short. Right. So some of these we had to re we had to sort of create an explanation for them because the the actual description did not tell us everything. Yeah. I would eat this, but this doesn't look like Thai to me. This doesn't, doesn't nope. look like Agumon. See, it, I think it is themed Agumon for one reason. It's just a mess of food. Yeah. And I mean, Agumon, I guess I could see steak carnivore, you know. See, I, I saw it more just as a bunch of food for Agumon. Yeah. So, thumbs up or thumbs down, Victor? Uh, thumbs up just because if I went to Japan, I'm a picky eater. I don't like seafood, really, so I don't know what I would eat. So I would, I would eat this. Uh, you're going you're gonna to die like Richard Hammond. Is what? Uh, the one of the guys from Top Gear hates fish. Oh, I mean, and there's an episode where they're in Japan, and literally you can see him trying to avoid eating food. I mean, that just feels like that's ninety percent of Japanese cuisine is fish. <laughs> yes, it's not my fault. Uh, so next up, Peelmon Strawberry Parfait. Okay, this, this was one of the ones where they don't tell us all the layers. So the me and Shin were sort like of shit. 
me and Shin were sort of looking at the image and trying to figure out what it was. So it's a parfait. Um, there's the first layer is blue colored pineapple jelly. Uh-huh. They don't reveal almost any of the other layers. So one looks either like a coffee jelly or a caramel. Uh-huh. Maybe a layer of strawberry jam. Uh-huh. And I want to say strawberry ice cream is one layer. And at the top, a scoop of strawberry ice cream. Uh-huh. Um, they talk about there being strawberry and chocolate sweets added to it. And you can sort of see the candies. And I want to say some fruit. Those aren't chocolates? Those look like berries well, they, or something. They, they call strawberry and chocolate sweets. There's some of them that are clearly artificially candy things. Oh, but yeah. But you can also see berries. And they make no reference to what the sauce is on top, mm-hmm. so I'm going to assume a strawberry or a raspberry sauce. Yeah. This doesn't feel like Sora. This doesn't feel themed to Sora or Piomon at all, minus, hey, look, red. Yeah, no. This, I mean, it. Like, lo- no, nothing like about par- this is right. Like, a parfait would make sense for Hikari or Tailmon. Yeah. This feels like they went, we need something red. Jam! Yeah, no, no, guys, no. No. Um. Okay, Mimi, Mi, the Mimi Palma one is the Palmon Matcha Fondant Cake. Oh. It's a small green tea-infused cake that they put mm-hmm. on top of chocolate sauce. And if you split it, it's a lava cake. Oh. Now, um, and th- this took some figuring out because we kept trying to figure out what the hell the fondant was for. Mm-hmm. At first, we thought it was the flour on top. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the term fondant is used in Japan to describe the texture of what comes out of a lava cake. Oh. So we think the flour is inedible, mm-hmm. and we're not quite sure what the lava cake material is. We think it might be like a chocolate green tea, though. Mm-hmm. This kind of feels meme Yeah, this is something she would eat. It looks, she would make. It looks like a Palmon Mimi thing. I would probably maybe eat this. You know? Here's the only thing that bothers me. What? The flour should be made out of fondant or sugar or something, so it's edible. And, you know, it could yeah. be, but from what we can tell, it's not. Yeah. It could just be a real flour that they just have, but I don't see that. I, I, I yeah. assume it'd be plastic. Yeah. And now we have Telmon's Amurais for 1,300 yen. This feels kind of silly. It's um, it, For those who don't know what it is, Amurais is where basically they make an omelet and it, inside of it is rice, seasoned rice. And there's like a slaver of red ketchup on top. It's a yeah. common anime. Like you'll see it in anime yeah. a lot. Ty so makes it for Kari when he uh, comes home that one so, time. So what they do is, is they take some bugles. What? You know, corn crackers. Really? And put and put them on the end of the rice. Oh my god, that's what those are. And they and the the ketchup is meant to make it look like the marks on Tailmon's gloves. Oh. And they have a little side of potato salad and vegetables, but that's what the ketchup's for. Is it looks like Tailmon's gloves, and they do little ketchup cat um, oh. traps. So that's what the ketchup's for. It's meant to look like Tailmon's gloves. Okay. Does that make more sense now? Yeah. Is it otherwise just normal omelet rice? They don't tell anything about the flavor of the rice at all. So I assume it's just a generic one, you know, um. basic seasoned rice. It comes with a small side of potato salad. They don't mention it, but we clearly see like. Four vegetables on the side of it. It's also. literally two pieces of broccoli, a carrot, and a broccoli flower. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. special. Yeah, but, but like, the, okay, it's visually themed after, but I'm not sure it feels like anything either. Of them, like, it doesn't 
bring to mind something they would eat. Here's the thing. If this was, I'm assuming these pictures are up in the ordering place that you can like see like, oh, I want that one, you know? Yes. That works for me. If this was just well, written out in text, hey, it's a yes. omelet. Well, here's, the, here's the one thing to remember. Um, Japanese restaurants uh-huh. take pictures very seriously. Yeah, I have noticed um, a lot of that. Yeah. So like if you see a picture of it, in general, you will use the picture order because you expect the picture to be more accurate than the description. Uh-huh. So, like, it doesn't mention that it has the side of vegetables. Right. Because it's in the picture, I'm quite sure it comes with the vegetables. Mm-hmm. And these items are only available, um, those four, February 23rd through March 12th. And on March 13th, a new menu pops up. Right. We get Gavumon's Pancake, which is a thick Japanese-style pancake. Mm-hmm. But they, um... You know, if you squirt some um, pancake batter in a Uh pan first and give it a few seconds, it will darken. I have seen that, yeah. They do that to do the um, stomach markings of Gabumon. Yeah. And they give you a side of uh, Ramune-flavored ice cream along with a small cup of maple syrup. Mm Mm-hmm. And the ice cream has a really tiny cone on top to emulate Gabumon's horn. Yeah. I mean... I I mean, mean, if it didn't have the... Okay, the Ramune ice cream is a light blue like Gabumon's fur. Yeah. And they do a stomach mark on the pancake. Yeah. But this doesn't feel like a Yamato or a Gabumon item, does it? See, to me, pancakes are hot, ice cream is cold, Gabumon's a fire Digimon that turns into an ice Digimon. I, I kind of, I think it works. Okay, f- fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm looking for more like an overall theming to them, when yeah. maybe they're being a bit more subtle. See, when I think of, when I've made my menus, it's what does this taste like? Like for our first one, we did, our main burger was the Pepper Breath Burger, and we wanted like spicy hot pepper. Like we had pepper jack cheese, and we put peppers okay. in it. And then for the second one, we did a Flame Drummond burger, and for that one, we went barbecue, because Flame Drummond is flaming hot. Okay, you know? that makes sense. So that's what I'm thinking of. So this one, I got them on thumbs up. Okay, the next item, that I, I would never eat this, but it looks yeah. funny as hell. The, yeah. Tentomon's tomato risotto for 1300 yen. It's a tomato-infused risotto, and they decorate it with soybeans, black olives, and tomato to look like Tentomon. Yeah, none of that stuff should be eaten ever, but it looks super... Adorable. I don't know. For some reason, I feel like this is the type of thing Koshiro would probably eat. Yeah. Risotto is just stupid. It's just hot, wet rice. Basically. Now, okay, the next item is... After, we have to go over... Because this is actually like a complicated pun. Oh. It's Gomamon Sesame Mont Blanc. Anyone who's watched Lucky Star or anything knows Mont Blanc has come up as a dessert in anime a few times. Mm-hmm. It's 1,200 yen, so let's explain this. It's a sesame and soy milk Mont Blanc and includes a side of black sesame ice cream, with, and they decorate with blueberry sauce on the side because mm-hmm. Gabumon has, you know, the purple marks on him. Yeah. And the pun. The entire dish is based on Gomamon's name. Yeah. Because if you take Gomamon sesame Mont Blanc, if you pull it completely to Japanese, the name is Gomamon no Goma Mon Baran. Yeah. Because goma means sesame. Yeah, I've seen your tweet explaining this, and yes. yeah, I it looks like him. What is so? Wait, what is uh, Mont Blanc? What does it taste like? Yeah, uh, they basically do like it's a. Um, it's like a cake. It's sort of like a cake cracker thing, and then they put um, like a cream type. I not quite ice cream, more like a cream on top. I'm not sure the exact explanation because I believe the Japanese version is slightly different, mm-hmm. and on top of that. 
cookie type thing they pile on flavored cream. Yeah. So you you know you can see the cookie with the cream and they put a little um I don't know if it's edible or not yeah. like a sugar thing to match his hair. Yeah. Goldman's red hair, and then you get the side of ice cream, and they decorate it with some purple um, the sauce, sauce blobs. Yeah. yeah, sauce blobs on the side, and it kind of matches the marks all over Gomamon. If you're gonna do the hair, why not do a face? Give him little eyes, and you know, I, I assume it has to do with the cream melting. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't really know the exact formation of this type of thing in Japan. It might be shelf stable, but. Yeah. The entire product thing is not only named after a pun; they make it kind of look like him. And I think this—I think like this is the A plus. Yeah, it's definitely, especially because it's the image is right on top of the next one, which is like F minus a million. Okay, so the next one, Awful. Patamon's burger set, which is eleven hundred yen. It's a small hamburger with a side of chips. They put one <laughs> cherry tomato there, and the entire Patamon theming is—I'm going to assume these are plastic. They put plastic head wings on the burger. Now. That could be cut up cheddar cheese. But it doesn't look like it's been cooked or anything. It looks more plasticky to me. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, so, it's yeah, literally it, just a burger. Yeah, see, see, but it's not even like it's not even like a themed Like, no. here's the thing. Like, it, it, yeah, this one is kind of the weak of the bunch. It is um, a burger. It's not, it's yeah, like and, there's nothing, no one yeah. else to describe it. Yeah. And there's one item that will be with both batches, uh-huh. meaning through the whole time, which is oh. Meikuman's Orange Cheesecake for 1,200 yen. Oh, it's a It's a no-bake cheesecake topped with an orange sauce uh-huh. with a side of diced kiwis. And it appears they draw Meikuman's tail markings on the side in some sort of raspberry chocolate sauce they don't mention. Uh-huh. Like, it feels like something Mako would eat. Yeah. And it's themed to look like Meikumon. Yeah. Not the worst one, not the best one. It's sort of there. No. And like we said, each one comes with an acrylic charm of the crest symbol, except Mako, who just gets the Tri logo. Uh. So, Mark, which of these is the best, and which one would you actually eat? Like, if you went to this place, what oh, would you order? Okay, so when you say which one... Now, you asked me, you want to know both, which one do I find the best, and which one would I actually yeah, which eat? one is the best, like, thematically on point with the character? Okay, the most thematic one, the best thematically is Joe. Yeah, absolutely. As for actually eating, to be honest, a lot of the stuff I don't like. Yeah. Um, I'd probably, most probably want to try the Mont Blanc or the cake. Yeah. Actually, no, the... the the Gabumon one, I'd probably like, but here's the thing, like, I've tried Japanese, they're too thick and gloopy for me. The like, ice cream or the, the pancake? Yeah. Well, well yeah. But Have like, you been to Japan? Like, no. no. But um, Restaurant. Uh, my brother's brother-in-law tried making them when he found uh. a recipe online. It was just, it was just, just giant, it was kind of like, it made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Like, I, li- I like a nice stack of pancakes with lots of syrup and butter, and this is just, it's too, it's, Big, it's a big gloopy thing. Yeah. Like even if even if I don't know if I'd like the food, I feel like probably the Gomamon themed one's the best. Mm. It it's the one that thematically works the best for me. Also. Yeah, like I said, I'm a picky eater. I'd probably go with ties, maybe even TKs if I'm just feeling like because I'm not gonna go travel to Japan, and go to like McDonald's, but if I want a burger, like why not get one that comes with three ears? But yeah, yes. thematically on point, Gomamon's. Oh yeah. my god, like um, that's perfect. Okay, and they're also the same dates and everything. They're gonna have drinks based on everyone. Oh, again. Okay, each drink is seven hundred yen, 
and it comes with a themed coaster. The dates are exactly the same as the food. We're going to go over these a bit quicker. Ta- and I'm, I'm not going to go over the name of each one, but each one is like Tai Chi's Drink of Courage, oh, yeah. Sora's Drink of Love. So, on so and Tai so Chi's is orange juice, they throw in diced strawberries, and they put an orange slice on top. Yeah, it works. It's orange. Yeah. Sora's is a cran, cran they say cranberry drink, not juice. So I assume it's like um, cran, I don't know what the stuff's cran called. Cran apple. Yeah, or something like that. So it's a cranberry drink, they mix in strawberry syrup, and they put mixed berries on top. Are these alcoholic? That, that one, no. Okay. No. I feel like that one actually works for me. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't like the flavor, but I think the theme works. Yeah. Hikari's is might be the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah. They mix together yogurt, strawberry syrup, and diced strawberries, and you can just see in the picture, it's like a gloopy mess. Why not just do like a pink lemonade? Jesus. Yeah. Okay, Mimi's drink's hilarious. Melon yeah. soda, topped with vanilla ice cream, and pink colored sugar, but in some other pictures, the pink color... Um, it looks like not only pink colored sugar, but maybe like some silver sugar orbs or something uh-huh. in a few pictures. Okay. I'm going to uh, jump in here and say my menu experience. We made a drink we call Mimi's favorite color. It is pink lemonade with vanilla, not vanilla, what's it called? Uh, flavor syrups of strawberry and watermelon, which are two Japanese okay, so just, things. And they the, uh, the way the things separate, they look it looks cool. So these are kind of what we would make if we had more okay. ingredients. So this, I mean, these are all mostly, Kari's is the only one that's awful so far, but these are all doing it for okay. me. Now, uh, Matt slash Yamato's cider mixed with a non-alcoholic version of blue curacao syrup topped with a lemon slice. Why the lemon? I assume just like for color, because yeah. they're all sort of like, they're, they're all sort of um, color-wise it looks nice, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a very nice-looking drink. It might be the nicest-looking drink so far, to be honest. Yeah, but it just it looks not... That's the one that's like off-theme for me the most so far. What's weird is, is, and it will come up later, for some reason they like using blue curacao syrup with Yamato. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe because it's one of the few things that you can get blue. I have heard Japan is very about uh, coloring food naturally, yeah. and... They don't do. That might be the only way to make that happen easily. For the longest time, the biggest import okay. in Japan was blueberries. Yeah. Okay. So, Koshiro's. I saw a picture of it and I thought I knew what it was going to be and I was completely wrong. Oh. I thought it was going to be like oolong tea with fruit juice mixed in. It's grape juice mixed with cider and they top it with blueberries. Oh. Why wouldn't you do oolong tea? Uh, most of these just seem like juices and soda kind of things you can make quickly. Okay. Tea is not yeah, a quick drink. But, but most oolong tea is pre-made. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Because so you just get the bottle of it, and you mix it with other stuff. Okay, Joe's once again feels like it's themed. They layer milk and cold coffee, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So, yes. So you get so you get the color. So you get you know the white for Gomamon coffee because Joe's a student. And for whatever reason, they use coffee with Joe a lot. That's the worst one so far. These are all no, it's, stupid. It's, uh, it's cute funny. and funny, but at the same time, it's like... Okay, okay. Takaru's okay. is... Actually, it looks like it's themed partially on Yamato's, but tweaked a bit. Oh. You have cider again, but instead uh-huh. of uh, curacao syrup, it's pineapple syrup. And instead of uh, lemon at the top, they cut up some pineapple slices into stars and put them at the bottom. Oh. 
And it okay. looks like there's a sprig of something at the top, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. And throughout the whole time, they will also have Mako's Meku drink, which is white water, which is um, it's similar to this Japanese drink called Calpis. Oh. Which it's sort of like a milky, uncarbonated soft drink. Oh. They they mix it with black currant syrup. They toss it with slices of lemon and kiwi. Huh. Now, if you look at the drink, it looks sort of milky, and yeah. that's kind of like what the stuff is. Um, apparently, the staff will make sure they know everything about the food and drinks if you have questions. That's nice. Stuff might sell out. I assume they have a standard menu that will be available, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And there will be two exclusive things to buy. Woo, exclusive things. Acrylic keychains for 630 yen each, mm-hmm. and tiny little pouches for... 1100 yen each, and each of these use the artwork for the music cafe, which has all the characters dressed up in music style outfits and the Digimon wearing hats they couldn't possibly wear. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I don't know, I like the theme of it in general. Yeah, it sounds I like mean, a fun I, time. I, I kind of wish some of it was done a bit better. And, you know, they have um, art on display there, they have figures on display this there. This is a place where you can use a glow stick to change the music or whatever. Yes, and yeah. I believe that, and now that we have better images of it, I believe that is what uh, Meikuman's holding. Oh, yeah. I believe she's holding the glow sticks, although I think the ones there don't have the color tops because you can change the color of them to tell them what you think of the songs. Right. And we have Tentomon with the headset, which is funny as hell. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the new ones yet. Oh, so oh if, yeah, that's great. So, so if you're going to be at the music cafe, if you're going to be in Japan, I'd say go to it because it seems fun, even if the dishes are kind of bordering on exploitive of the brand. I think. Is Jeff there right now? Did I see he had a flight or something? Uh, yeah, I believe hmm. Jeff is in Japan, but I want to say, based on a late night post he had made. He was ending up in a different city than he thought he was going to end up in. Yeah, he got the airports wrong or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it was before he left. So, um, I assume Jeff's having. I don't know if he's there for fun or business. He has gone. He went for once for the tri premiere, and then he's gone another time since with Ashley. Oh, I'm kinda... sure he's having a decent time, and yeah. you know, good luck. And I'm yeah, sure he he'll... works with Viz, right? So he probably it might be yes. a mix of both. And I'm sure he'll have like a travel log or some sort of thing that you guys can check out, which I'm sure will be neat. That's it for the music cafe. All right. And we get to go. This will be a nice and quick. They're bringing back the try karaoke event. Oh, fun. King of System. Basically, if you sing um, Digimon songs and get certain rankings, you'll get prizes. The prizes are not very exciting, to be honest. If you get 98 points or up, you get all of the special theme coasters at the karaoke shop. Oh. 95 to 97, you get to choose one. What? If you get 88, 77, or 66, you get one random coaster. And they have custom drinks there also. These are the same drinks as last time, not mm-hmm. from the music cafe, but from... These are actually themed a bit better. Yes, I vaguely remember these. So... uh and we'll just go through these really, really quickly. Uh-huh. Each drink's 550 yen and comes with a random coaster, uh-huh. and you get to keep it. The Taichin Agumon drink is cola with lemon syrup and an orange slice. Yeah. It's it's a normal drink, but a bit tweaked. It works well. Yeah. Yamato... Sorry. Uh, muted mic to cough. Yamato and Gabumon. Soda water with the blue Curacao syrup. Uh-huh. Um, they also add lemonade syrup 
and a lemon slice. Sure, for some reason. Although in the picture, the syrup's like settled at the bottom. I like that. Yeah. Now, Sorad Pilmon sounds disgusting as all hell. It's, it's hot tea. Coffee. With, tea. No, it's hot tea with Sakura syrup added in it. What is that? And a single Sakura syrup. Uh, is it cherry flavored? I'm trying to read the actual f- flavor name. I'm actually going to pull it up so I can say it. It's basically like a uh, flower honey type syrup, like a oh. cherry blossom. It's, right. cher- it's basically like a cherry blossom honey, I believe. Huh. But they have a single strawberry there for some reason. It's like it's, it's, it's red. Sora, so there has to be yeah, exactly. Now, Tentomons is the best thing ever. Chilled oolong tea with black currant syrup and berries. There you go. I mean that that's what it needed to be. Uh-huh. Mimi and Palmon, which is uh, it's CC lemon, which is a Japanese lemon soft drink. Uh-huh. They mix in kiwi syrup. I assume make it ble- uh, green, and they take. Do you know what uh, nadi de coco is? Nope. They take like uh, coconut jelly and ferment it, uh-huh. and it's, it's when it solidifies, they cut it into star shapes and put it on top of the drink. Oh, because her hair in O two. Right, stars. Yeah, yeah. and Joe and Gomans, they take milk, they mix in black sesame sauce, and they crush some coffee jelly and mix it in. Okay, that sounds. That's not. Yeah. Well, I assume it, I assume like you'd suck it up in a straw or something. I mean, sort of like, um, what's that damn drink? Um, with the t- tapioca beads. Boba tea? Yeah. I assume yeah. it, I assume it's like a milk, t- milk, you get the mix of the black okay, sesame okay. sauce and yeah. you kind of suck up the coffee jelly as boba, basically. Mm-hmm. Takaru and Patamon were back to the white water stuff, mm-hmm. which doesn't appeal to me. They mix in pineapple juice and the top. Whipped cream, and because he loves his brother, a bit of blue curacao syrup. <laughs> I mean, I like that little touch. There's no yeah. reason for blue syrup to be there, minus it connects to uh-huh. Matt. Hikari and Tailmon, they take milk, uh-huh. they mix it with white pe- peach aid, and on the top, they throw on vanilla ice cream and chocolate sauce. Yeah. Like, that wins. That's the perfect character theme. It's just an ice cream drink. Yeah. And Meiku and Meikumon, soda water... With blueberry and strawberry syrup with raspberry sauce. Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of weird because in the picture, mm-hmm. the sauce is all settled at the bottom and it kind of looks like blood. It, yeah. Yeah. Why could it? They should have flipped that one with Sora's. That would have made a little bit more sense. Yeah. Um, oh, well. There are, now, minus the coasters, there are no exclusive items this time. They're not reprinting their old exclusive items or making right. new ones. Um, it will be. It's already open and it'll be going until April 9th. Cool. And it's at an eight of the locations. You can check the locations at With the Will for if you happen to be going to Japan. Mm-hmm. And a few, a handful of the Digimon theme songs will actually have uh, footage playing behind them. Mm-hmm. The drink prices are good though. I think 550 yen is decent for a theme drink and mm-hmm. a coaster. It's it's like on the edge of being expensive. Yeah. And the last bit of news before we take questions is is the products for sale in theater showing try part four. Oh, There's a hundred items. Mark, I'm leaving. A hundred? Yeah, yeah, we're not going. Over. Most of them are old. We're not. Oh uh, yeah, over. these look like uh, old things. We'll just sk- we'll just skim the new ones really yeah. quickly. Um, there's obviously the poster. Pamph- the yeah, it's actually not the poster. It's like a um, I'm trying to think of the term. 
like a pamphlet booklet souvenir type uh, thing. Put the cover as the poster. Yeah. Um, we have the a really nice looking tumbler. Yeah, this looks very American. Yeah, and it's not, it's not even that expensive. Thirteen hundred yen for a nice drink tumbler. Oh, and if that. you're going to the Wald Nine, you get to get that damn mug. That's just a crest. That's a. I would see that mug in like Goodwill. That mug just no, no, look... the Wald Nine mug. Yeah, no, it doesn't look good. Uh, yes, just, it no. it's awesome. Okay, it's awesome. Okay, what else we're just we got? Gonna, okay, we're just gonna go over the exclusive stuff. Mm-hmm. If you want to see the full list, we have it with the boat, but we're not gonna go over stuff that, in general, me and Victor actually have already gone over. So first, we have a Tri Four theme clear file. It has poster art on one side, and on the other side, it has um, Sora, Yamato, Taichi, and the Digimon running, and it's mm-hmm. metallic. Then we get 3D postcards. It doesn't mention how they're 3D, though. I assume it's like the, um, um, you know, you turn it and you get the different visuals. Uh, just like, the, yeah, whatever direction you're looking at it, you see something yeah, different. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, then we get these really nice pins. Where, uh, they call them swing heads. I believe what you do is you push down on the head in the back and it opens up a clip. Mm-hmm. Each of those is 600 yen. Um, the next items are cheap crap. Acrylic bangles, themed after Tai Chi, Yamato, and Sora, for 800 yen each. Cool. No comment on cheap crap, Victor? No, I mean, it's, you know, it's... Okay, know. the next one I like. An Agumon-themed utility case. Oh. This is a nice little case. Probably would work well with glasses, for example. Um, the next one, uh, as a kid, did you ever um, get, like, cartoon stamps, Victor? Uh, yeah. Did you ever have the ones where instead of stamping, you'd put on a piece of paper and you'd roll it? No, but I, I think I have a Digimon one sealed in a box okay. somewhere. Uh, okay, the, this is a, this one's, it's a three-piece set of those that comes together for 900 yen. Eat one's themed after Taichi and Agumon, one Sora, Piyomon, one Yamada Gabumon. Uh-huh. And they, they look kind of nice, to be honest. I mean, not my thing, but nice. Whose thing is that? Who needs, like, to stamp a line of Digimon art? Like, what would you do with that? Well, well I assume, well, like, for example, um, if you printed or had, say, some sort of poster with a white border, you could use the stamps to make a themed, you know, for, like, an art project. Right. And we get the can badges from the, um, the pop-up shop. But there's an exclusive one, and I want Victor to see if he realized it, to comment on what the exclusive one's going to be this time. Mark, I can barely see this image is tiny. Is that Shogunmon? Okay. Yes. Why? Because it's remember Mimi's at the castle. Oh my god, are Ty and Matt's is it Matt and Joe or Ty and Joe it's singing? It's Ty badly? and Joe and the Digimon. And oh Tonosama Gekomon's in the in there also. So wait, this is not in Nagoya though. No, this because what it is is um both pop up shops have the same badges as right. these. Minus one badge that's exclusive to each place. This badge is exclusive to any theater showing Tri Part 4. But yeah, so they go back to that episode. That's hilarious. Kevin just texted me because I sent him the Nagoya link, and he was like, what do you want me to mail you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, everything. Surprise me. Okay. The last bit of new stuff is, and this gets back to cheap crap. Remember the cable wraps? Yes. Four more of these themed after the posters for each one. Sure. I saw a kid with one of these the other day, actually. So they are yeah. real. And 
and that's it for the new stuff. Mm. They bring back a handful of things from the prior ones, like other metallic clear files. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite clear, clear file, which is the Skumon Adventure one. Where's that, really? Um, in the second image. Oh, there's another image. That's about, yeah, Skumon Adventure Try. Oh, but from that time, fake poster, yeah. Yes. Um, and That's then they great. are, and then another chance to get the souvenir pamphlet booklets from the other ones are back. And of course, the big exclusive product, the Blu-ray. Woo! That um, we We'd give like links to intermediaries, but I expect these will be a bit harder to get. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all the exclusive crap, and I'm sure Victor's very happy that we went over it quickly. Woo. Um, and now we're only taking try questions. So, Mark, and... can I ask you a try question? <clears throat> yes, yes, you can. Okay. So I'm sure a lot of fans did what I did, which is they, you know, re- uh, paid for Crunchyroll Premium because that's how you have to watch it, and now they have it. They're going to cancel it so they don't have to pay for it next month because they don't really, they're not maybe not huge anime fans. What would you recommend a Digimon fan watch for the next month while they have it? I think I'm say I'm jumping through my head what kind of stuff people like. I think Food Wars is a good place to start. Ooh, what is that? So everyone knows. Let's say Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people are less familiar that earlier Dragon Ball Z had a lot of tournaments type stuff in it. Mm-hmm. They're sort of getting back to it, but for Food Wars. Imagine if instead of fighting, people are cooking. Oh, so is it like a f- so shown in anime the, about food? Yes. So okay. uh, guy, uh, guy helps his dad run their small little food shop, mm-hmm. and their dad, his dad, seems to be like an amazing chef, but doesn't really talk about it much. You know, and his dad's trying to figure out what does he want to do, what does his kid want to do with his life, and his kids has he basically has no thought beyond one day he's going to take over the shop for his dad. Okay. The next day, his dad announces he's closing the shop, and he's sending his son to basically a top culinary school. And basically saying, if you want to be a chef, you need to go here. And the kid's not really interested in it. And then he figures out, maybe he should be, because there's a lot of stuff here he doesn't know. Uh-huh. And the way the school works is, is, they will kick you out if you don't meet really high standards. Oh, and the way you get stuff at the school is you actually challenge other students to what are effectively battles based on dishes. Uh-huh. And at some point, the kid figures out his dad went to the school. Right. And that's why his dad knows everything. Huh. And it's very interesting. And, like, they make um, the – it's based on a manga, of course. Right. And um, they actually have, like, a food person on staff for the manga to help come up with the dishes. And they explain the dishes when they're making it in the anime and manga. And it's just – it's really hilarious, really fun. Maybe skews a bit too heavy on fanservice for this type of thing, but it happens to both males and females. I feel like I've seen a clip of this from somewhere. It's it's very entertaining. And there's – season one was 26 episodes, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Season 2 was about 13. It's a continuing story. Cool. And it, it meets the thing that I want more from from any anime. I care about character moments more right. than anything else. And it works really well here. But, you know, there, there's lots of stuff airing now that's, I mean, like, if if you like fighting stuff, Dragon Ball Super's airing. Mm-hmm. And you can, 
and if you're only going to have it for a few weeks, you can blow through Dragon Ball Super because they're that's, only like. That's what I started today. Yeah. And, and are you enjoying it? Uh, yeah, I'm still in the part where it's kind of remaking the movies, and I loved Battle of the Gods. And this it's it's not a full remake. It's kind of like when you take a it's manga ex- and adapt it. Yeah, it's expanded. There's a bit more characterization to it. Um, Some of my favorite moments are just cut altogether. Like a lot of the stuff, like the whole ta- the what you well, call with Trunks and Mai. That's not even there at all. And aren't they together in the future or something? Uh, it comes up. You, mm. You'll you'll understand why later yeah. stuff. But like um, the stuff for Resurrection F, they yeah. bring in Ginyu. Oh, I haven't seen that movie Gin- yet, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but they they bring up. Is like Ginyu still character- alive? Yes, he's yeah. still alive and on Earth, right. but he's a little frog. Right. So that comes up. That's cool. But yeah, uh, and of course, there's lots of new stuff airing that's probably worth mm-hmm. a peek. But I think Food Wars is a good. All right. You know, look for now. Everyone check it out, Food Wars. Yep. Um, so now questions, and I only took try questions. Mm-hmm. And some of these we sort of, you know, we'll go over them as we come up with it. But some of these we answered talking. Yes. So the first one, which is from Pafu, who's Puff Daddy J underscore at Twitter. How do you guys think the story will play out now that Yggdrasil is being introduced? <sighs> Roll yeah, show up. more more complicated. I don't really think we needed Yggdrasil in adventure. No, the f- isn't like homeostasis the god of adventure? Did you roll and Yggdrasil is the other? Did you god? Like, what? Do we need both of them? Yeah, but you could argue homeostasis is more a concept god, and Yggdrasil is more of an physical interface type god type thing yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. But still, I don't think we need Yggdrasil again. No. We, I, I. I I hope we don't get the holy, the royal knights again, being all evil. No, they have like every time that shit happens, it's always the worst part of whatever it is. They're the main plot of that terrible movie, which is terrible. They like they're stupid and out of place in Data Squad. They're the worst part of Frontier. They've only not... ever been well done in Cyber Sleuth, and they're the worst part of Cyber Sleuth. They no. were I. Yeah, let's not bring them into adventure, no. please. It's going to uh, happen probably, yeah. but no. Yeah. But I guess, like, how do we think the story play out? I think the tries played with what we think so much. I think it's hard to say what we think is going to happen without just guessing. You know what yeah. I mean? I, I don't know. Okay. So next question is from Sean, who's shooting Slayer. I'm not 100% sure what he's asking, to be honest. It's basically, how come Hackmon <laughs> didn't tell the Digimon what is happening? And... Then he's sort of commenting on Hackmon being like Vegeta. He's wondering if like Hackmon's being prideful. I think Hackmon, we don't know what's going on with him yet, like we say. And I think Hackmon... For all we know, he doesn't even know anything. Yeah. But like, for example, like they talk about Jedi keeping balance. Mm-hmm. There are times when he's not keeping balance and he's specifically just helping the kids. Right. Hackmon may be sticking more strictly to the idea of... He's part of it, but he won't take sides. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't think it's pride. Yeah. And Professor Jiggy asks, like, this is like the baiting question that's going to get people upset with us. The age-old question, Ty and Sora or Matt and Sora? Ty and Matt. I'm done. Your turn. <laughs> see, yeah. See, I'd say Ty and Sora, but we know it doesn't happen. Mm. Try could go a different way, but it doesn't happen. What um, if 
Ty, Matt, and what if Matt and Sora get married? They have kids, and then they get it's a they pull a How I Met Your Mother, and after the epilogue, they it's already they're divorced, but they still have Matt their dies. kids. No, they're divorced in that that's picnic. Not the epi- that's not the epilogue. How do you know the epilogue shows they're no, not even of standing how I met together? Your mother. Matt well, dies. Okay, and then they get together. Yes, but I'm saying Matt dies. Not no, I'm saying Matt and Sora are divorced, <laughs> but they still raise their kids together, and Sora and Ty are together. Or they okay, end up together. Here, see, here's the thing, though. Try has been successful. I don't expect them to jump to an epilogue. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see the point of them jumping to an epilogue they already did. I don't know. Uh, and, and, and yes, I assume Professor Jiggy sort of meant this as a joke just to know our opinions. But yeah, yeah my preference is Ty and Sora based on pure preference and nothing else. All right. I like how you avoided the question. Well, I will say, I'll, I'll be a real answer. Ty and Sora... Because I think our war game is really cute with them, and they have that's yes. really the core of their relationship. Yeah. Sora and Matt don't have a relationship; they just kind of end up together out of nowhere. So there you go. Okay, that that's fine. Now, Avern on Twitter, whose listed name is it's ya boy Brad. <laughs> what do we think it means that Garumon's Mega Zofanimon fall down mode? I think we went over that in the tripart five I, section I in pretty a, much detail. I could see a Skull Greymon situation of some kind. Yeah, I, I think everything I said about it in Tripart 5 yeah. is what I think about it, to be honest. Yeah. So, um, I think we already went over the next one also, but just yep. skim it. Um, Gabe, who's Daemon Corpse on Twitter, mm-hmm. our thoughts on TK Mega Evolving Patamon. I think we went over it already, yeah. but, you know, I mean, if you take it as a smaller part of a larger work, it works. Yeah. If you take it as... This is a separate film in a series. It kind of comes across as being bleh. It's out of nowhere. It lasts yeah. for five minutes. It's stupid. He doesn't even do anything. I'll, I'll let you ask the next one, Victor, because I think you'll like this one. This is from Rose, who is talking about part five, and they're at Cruel Noble. Uh, this was a nice message first time. Oh, yeah, I remember this person. Okay, on Twitter. Uh, question is, what was your f- reaction when... Genai got slapped by a fish. <laughs> I forgot about this until I read the end of the sentence. I don't even remember that, honestly. I know that the marching fishes came out, yeah, but they, so they, much they, like, was they, happening. They, they all jumped at him, and one literally stops in midair mm-hmm. and does a Bugs Bunny back-and-forth slap. With uh, the back fin, or like with the one of the flipper flap? The... I don't remember. Yeah. I just remember like one of them literally stops in midair right in front of his face and starts smacking him back-and-forth. So much was happening in that whole sequence i just missed it and uh actually our next one we partially answer already joseph who's below average joe on twitter wants to know what our thoughts on the flashback at the start were and would we want to see something more like a mini series about these old digi destined no um i think we discussed what we thought of it already as for a mini series no at most and victor loves when i bring up gundam Mm mm-hmm the most I could see is them doing something like Gundam Thunderbolt, ironically, right. which is, you know, maybe four 15-minute web episodes, uh, which mm, they then clip into a movie. Mm, maybe one 15-minute. I don't think there's enough story. I mean, well, well I see, guess here's if the we got to meet five kids, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, the first episode's meeting and them meeting the Digimon. The second mm. is them battling something. The third episode is like we moving go... towards a climax. And the fourth episode... You can have cut off right as they're getting curb stomped by mm-hmm. the Dark Masters. 
and then you know at the end to be continued in Digimon Adventure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, our good friend Costa sent us Costa. quite a few questions. I think we're only going to do one of them though because. Some of them, we most of them we end up talking about. So mm-hmm. do we think Myotismon's going to return? And do we think this new evil Genai's anyway related to Myotismon? Do I, do I think Genai's related to Myotismon? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think Myotismon's going to return? I don't have a fucking clue it's, at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's, it's an obvious thing, but there's only six episodes. And... But the obvious thing would be that... All of this has been done because Myotismon set it up in case he lost. Right, but like, like, th- like that is a basic villain plot. Mm-hmm. That this whole convoluted thing is specifically for him to bring himself back. I mean, it was kind of bullshit that they beat him and he came back one episode later. It was kind of bullshit that he came back to be the final villain out of this ridiculous plot well, see, a year later. Well, see, I that's th- the thing. This though. show is smarter than that, and they're pulling well, see, from bigger things in the lore. Uh, I don't see, know. that's see, that's the thing though. Myotismon slash Vamdemon, whatever you want to call him, he was one of the big baddies in Adventure. Yeah. Pulling him for the end of O2 makes him the franchise villain. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. So what I'm saying is, is what if this whole thing was a plot that he set up before he died on the off chance he failed? If it turns out Dark Jedi, who is also the Emperor, is Myotismon, that I'm not okay with. Oh, no, I, I don't expect that, but yeah. I could understand that... All of this was set up long yeah. ago by him. Because here's the thing. He was not a stupid villain. No. He had to have known that he might lose. Yeah. Do, do you get what I mean? Well, like, but so, isn't, didn't he already have, like, two contingency plans fail already? He no, died, he was were, reborn, and then he no, died no, no, his again. No, died, his reborn happened. Yes. It might have been a contingency plan to a degree, but the second time he ended up being a spirit and he tried to push things to happen. What I'm saying is, is he had a bunch of time to do stuff. I guess, yeah, that was like, what? did it? Was it three years? Yeah, because it was right after yeah. he died that he possessed now, Oikawa. Now, the whole time he wasn't able to make Oikawa do whatever he wanted, but he had time to prepare. He lost twice. Yeah. He was not a stupid villain. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. If, if I were a smart villain and I was going to – and my plan was basically in the end to basically take them on face-to-face, mm-hmm. I would have another plan. And – the plan, if the plan is, is oh, the Digimon won't be able to evolve because they won't remember anything, because that would be what I would think would happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's the same Mitosmon, but it does mean that he either gets a chance, or it's possible he planned all this and he doesn't come back. It's just something he planned out of spite. Oh, like it's everyone's following, like they're worshiping him, following in his footsteps. No, no, no. I'm saying, let's say he knew he knew he might lose. Mm-hmm. Okay, if he's finished that time, he's gone. And if, even with a reboot, he might not come back. Right. He can spite the characters by taking away memories and friendships. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I don't expect it has anything to do with him, but it, I wouldn't be shocked if mm-hmm. he popped up. He is the franchise villain at this point. Yeah, I would not be shocked, but I kind of think that I, could do I would rather. He did... Yeah. That's a big long try episode, Victor. All right. We're both looking forward to try part five, right? Yes. I'm. Jeez, how do you even end such a long conversation? I have to pee. Yeah, I guess that's a good enough ending. Uh, um, bye, thank... Mark. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Follow us we on will... Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. I, um, I post mostly from at with the will. Victor posts from at the modern gaffa. 
My full review of this is on moderngaffa.com. My Boston trip will be up this week. Um, yeah. You can visit us at withthewill.net or podcast.withthewill.net. Lots of try discussion. And I'm going to guess we're probably going to end up recording again this weekend to go through general news and crap. Uh, Maybe not. No, who knows? We'll Based see. on schedules. We'll see, man. I got I got stuff to do. <laughs> I do too, but mm. there's some fun Atmon stuff to go over. Yeah, we need to so, we need to just deal with it and watch the crappy subs and yeah. get yep. caught up. Because now so, there's been a piece of we're not gonna spoil it, but something big is happening that I kind of want to see yeah. and deal with it. Yes. So, so thank yeah. you everyone for listening. Um, thank you for supporting the show. We've actually got some really kind words from people on Twitter and elsewhere. Yeah. And I think that's about it. All right. So see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.